What's going on, guys? This podcast is brought to you by the Ridge Wallet, and this is my daily wallet. It's just a simple cards in, pop your cards out when you need them. On the back, it's got a money clip for any cash you got to carry around, and it just makes life easy. If you're like me, you don't like carry around big, bulky things in your pockets, and I don't want to care always carry around a man purse. So sometimes I just want to get out the door. This is easy, small, I slide it in my pocket, and I'm out the door. This is Forged Carbon. I'm going to show you guys the website really quickly. It comes in a whole bunch of different styles. Uh, aluminum, titanium, uh, this is gold-plated. Uh, it comes in a whole bunch of different styles, so you can choose whatever you like. Very convenient, guys. Go to ridge.com backslash RBP, get 10% off your order, or just use code RBP at the website and also get 10% off your order, guys. Make your life easy, make your life simple. Get a Ridge wallet, get out the door. What's up, man? Nothing. You? Is it a hat backwards day or something? Well, I just woke up from a nap and I, my hair was a little wacky. So I just uh, <laughs> figured I'd put that on, you know? I forget what it's like to have hair and worry about what it looks like. Yeah. No, I, have, I, I haven't had to do that in many, many years. Yeah, I'm going to, uh, me, Chris, and Dom are going to Turkey in December getting our hair done. I was just going to ask you about that because I heard a lot of people are going to Turkey now and it's actually like working out for people. Like it's looking good. Oh yeah, it's really good. Well, Noah went to the same place. Noah Hamilton went to the same place we're going. That's right. Yeah. How much is that? Free. What do you mean it's free? Oh, they just want you to promote it? Yeah, they hit us up. It's a place called Now Hair Time. They'd hit us up, me and Chris up a few times over the years and you know, want to do a collaboration. Like they'd fly us out and you know, do the surgery and all that, and we'll kind of document and pro you know the whole process and all that. All right. Well, well, now hair, whatever the whatever it's called. <laughs> I'll also be happy to promote your product if you get my hair back. You'll need two million fucking transplants. <laughs> what are you talking about? I got lots of hair on the sides. Yeah, but they take it from the sides and put it on the top. Yeah. Yeah, so then you'll just have hair on the top and none on the sides because it'll all have to go from one to the other. That's okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I guess that's cool, right? People do like this shade yeah. sides. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, that would look cool. Brett, if you could have hair on the top of your head and not on the sides, would you take that? Over and oh, over, yeah. not, over not having any hair at all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right? So For like sure. I said, what's it called? Now hair? Yeah, now hair time. Hit them up. All right, all right now hair time. Hit me up. Oh, yeah, just, just hit them up and say, hey, my boys are coming down December. We're, I'm coming too. And they'll be like, okay. Yeah. Ian and Chris are coming. I'm going to jump on a flight with them. Yeah. I'll, I'll be... I'll Chris be, and Tom are going, yeah. I'll be the best... Uh, I'll be the best one to to promote them because I have the least amount of hair. That's true. If they can, well, Dom, Dom's shaved like you. But is he? Does he have actually? Can he actually grow any hair on top? <sighs> I, I don't know. How, I think he has a decent. I don't. I, I'm not sure because he's always shaved. I'm not sure. Yeah, because I can grow hair on top, but it's like thin. Yeah, like you could still see my scalp pretty, pretty clear, pretty clearly. <laughs> anyway, um, what's going on, Brett? What's going on? What's up? It's good to be uh, back. Is that your office at the gym, or where are you? Yeah, this is my office. I, I need to get a flag from you. I need to get a banner and throw it up in the back. I know, but is that – what gym are you at? Are you arm armbrust or – My office is an armbrust. Is it your office, or is it a shared office? No, it's, it's mine. Yeah, so they have, they, have, they have a section in the back that's just offices. There's probably six, six or seven. Um, yeah. 
really, you know, different, you know, different trainers, different businesses are back here, the gym owner. So it's really nice. It's, it's a great setup. You know, I got everything here, so I can just be here all day if I need to be. And then got the refrigerator, kitchen, little area, everything. Yeah. 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 Are you, how often are you training people? Like how often are you, are you full-time? Like, no, I'm not full-time. I mean, it's kind of just different avenues in general. I mean, you know, I'm doing some, I do my online coaching. So, you know, I have probably 25 to 30 athletes there, competitors. Um, and then for one-on-one personal training, like I've kind of cut back a little bit, just, you know, more as we focus more on body, my own bodybuilding. Um, so I probably do like, you know, two, three, four a day, just matters on the day. Yeah. Um, I don't get too, you know, locked into that. Cause then it'll take away from what I'm trying to do right now on the bodybuilding part of things, but it's, it's comfortable. And so having this office here helps everything too. Cause then I can just, get my meals in always and just here all the time. So it works really well. Yeah. Ian, how many clients are you training now? Coaching. None. You're not doing any online coaching? Um, Other than less than 10. Less than 10. So you're just like. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going the way of not doing any. So, I mean, now if I don't take new ones and if someone leaves, I don't fill the spot. Like I, I'm not getting rid of, and I like the ones that I have. And there are a lot of them are the ones I've had for a long time. Um, and I would be happy to keep them forever. Um, but if they leave, I'm not replacing the spot and I'm not taking new ones now. Is it, you don't like, you don't enjoy online coaching or no, I just, just have too much not, going on? Yeah. I mean, it's, especially this year, like with how many shows I was doing and like, you know, the, the, the gravity of the shows, you know, like when it's big shows and you're talking about like, you know, placing at the Arnold, you know, Olympia, it's just like, it takes a lot of like mental energy, you know? And it's like, yeah. I was finding that with too many, it was just like overwhelming to me from like the, the mental capacity that I would need to like tend to those people as well as tend to myself. So, yeah. Um, he's making it. That's, he's, he's living the dream. You can bodybuild full time. That's the goal. Yeah. Right? Like at, at this point, like it's not, I don't need the money by any stretch. So it's not like I, you know, yeah. like obviously I want to keep that avenue in my back pocket for when I'm done bodybuilding or stuff like that. And I know that'll always be there, you know, something for a little extra money, but um, but at this point, no, it's, it's not, it's not like worth the, the, the time and energy for me at this point, you know, I guess that's what I meant by, do you enjoy online coaching? Cause the guys who, what's up guy, how are you? What's up guys? Um, I think guys who enjoy online coaching do it, even though they're competing. Whereas what Brett said was once you get to a certain level, if you don't really love it, love it, you can kind of get yeah, away like, from it and focus like on the thing. There's you some do people love. I have, like the people I have now, I like it as people and I enjoy working with and I wouldn't ever get rid of them. Um, you know, but there is a point where it just takes like, yeah, like, you know, especially like when I was doing the Arnold, like I had, you know, amateur clients competing the same weekend or like doing the Olympia and I had people compete the same weekend or I'm trying to do Texas that people compete in the same weekend. Like, you know, it's, it's tough, you know, and e- even like doing Chris this year, like, you know, doing Chris at the Olympia, like that, that was hard for me, like mentally to like balance that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's, it's finding like the, the right amount of like, what gives me a little bit to like stay active, you know, so I'm not like just sitting on the couch all day, but also that I'm not like feel like that it's taking away from my own bodybuilding, you know? Sorry yeah. to, sorry to be smirking, but guy's a fucking clown. <laughs> fucking guy's mug. Yeah. He's such a, he's such a, you're such a character. You're like, I know exactly what you did. You're like, I'm going to get this mug ready for the podcast and then it's going to get a laugh. See if anyone says anything. <laughs> Probably only thing the water, you know. Yeah, it's water. For I sure. saw you. Yeah, there's nothing. There's just maminos in there. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, guy? How are you? Good. How's retirement? Uh, good. Minus, I think my dad's probably still high, but. 
<laughs> oh, can we touch on something from last week? So there we go. No, no, no. It's not about you, Nick. Oh. Uh, so, so people are like, who beat? Who did Nick beat up? Because he had like protan all over his knuckles. Yeah, because I said it looks like he kicked the shit out of somebody. Yeah, well, I think people believed you, but people don't realize that like when you put protan on or stuff like that, it gets stuck in like your knuckles. The drier, the drier, calloused skin. Yeah, so like your elbows, your elbows. You're like look at my palm, like you can still see. Yeah. So Nick didn't Nick didn't beat anybody up. He just had protein on his knuckles yeah. and uh that was yeah, that. i have a little you can still see on those two knuckles but do people not under like no comprehension <laughs> no, no i think in order to, i think people started i think someone started a rumor that uh nick and hunter got in a fight backstage because <laughs> I, I, I was going yeah i was going around right so so i got that i got that message during the olympia <laughs> so i messaged ben because ben was backstage with hunter Oh, you, those are literally the two no, most back. unconfrontational human beings I've ever met. <laughs> I know. Those are the two most polar. Like when I tell you, they are like very similar but different. But the similarities, they don't like. Hunter would be like, "No, man, they were completely yeah. like." Trust me. No, no, I know. Was, I, people, I just, people were like, you know, obviously Nick was not happy about his place, but he wasn't that mad at Hunter. Like yeah. everyone was still cool backstage. They were chilling. Like, if, I mean, everything was. Completely- if you're a competitor and gets mad at a, another competitor for beating you, you are an official douchebag. Yes. Yeah. I uh, no, but I just, it was funny because somebody started the rumor and I'm like, I know this is a rumor, but yeah. I'm just going to find out just to make sure. <laughs> so I'm, I just, I deleted it. Cause I'm like, it's gotta be bullshit. And then I messaged Ben. I'm like, tell me this is bullshit. He's like, yeah, man, it's total bullshit, but it keeps, 100%. it keeps coming around. I was around Nick almost the entire time backstage yeah. and Nick was happy as a pig and shit the entire time until the very last two minutes. And even then it was like, it was just upset, but he wasn't like, there was no, yeah. I would so play into that. I, if I was Hunter, I would like post a picture and be like, fuck Nick. <laughs> just start like a just a oh man that was viral so fast yeah just so rabbit funny. hole the whole fucking thing <laughs> Two dudes uh, wait, did you pick a date yet because they're on my dick about this bro uh, Mister, got- i'll let you know like they're blowing me up like we need what? to know we need to get this done and i'm like I, and i'm putting it all just the way my mother threw me under the bus at the hospital i'm throwing you under the bus to them i'm probably I'm gonna, like i'm waiting on fuad i'm probably gonna come on the 29th i i'm i was so just- if i book it Yes. The 29th of October? Yes. So we should get dressed up for Halloween and do a podcast on the 31st. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Going- what are you doing, Ian? That's coming, the- are you coming to Dallas? Let me see. You want to come to Dallas? Gas? No, because I can hang with you in the gym because I'm old and beat up, but I know I'm still as strong as we you. We don't have to. Can- I can, we can hang with Ian in intensity. We don't have I to can't hang, we don't Ian, have to hang, hang and wait. Ian's going to be like, I'm deadlifting. I'm going to be like, I'm going to do pullovers. Well, like I said, we don't have to do the same weight. <laughs> uh, Brett, too. I don't mess with Brett. I, I'm just, I'm good with that. Well, they're, they're still young, man. It doesn't count. Wait till they're 40. Then I was in the, my training partner last night was like, man, he goes, he goes, we're going to get back to the 170s. I was like, I don't go past the 150s no. anymore, buddy. I go, the 170s are fucking, I go, I have videos of me doing them, which is all I need. I did the one, I did the one forties this week, actually pretty easily. I did them last night and I was like, yeah. God, you're heavy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I sat down with them and I'm like, what am I doing with this shit? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what's the point of this right now? I'm like, this is only going to cause an injury. Yeah. But and there's like that part of your brain that's like, yeah, let's try it. It's funny because people who ask, like people who see it will always ask like, why are you still doing that, man? You don't have to do that. It's just, it's going to risk an injury. 
but you always have that meathead side of your brain that's the competitive side of your brain the fun side of your brain it's like you just want to see if you can do it you just want to you still want to push the limits even though you know it's probably not smart like yeah what did you do last week i saw you what were you squatting four or five plates who are you pointing at sorry guy i'm pointing at you oh uh, the, oh, you talking about the safety bar squats? Yeah, and Jay wrote at the bottom. He's like, "Why?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 29th. Yo, 29th. I'll come down. You're gonna come to Dallas if you're all agreeing on this on the podcast, and yeah. one of you motherfuckers doesn't show up. I will. Gonna be I will a message. Huge I was just checking because uh, John De La Rosa is opening his gym, and he invited me and Melissa to come down. He already, wait, wait. That was already that already happened because I was no. supposed to go to that. No, that's the 23rd. Where's De La Rosa? Where's De La Rosa opening his gym at? Florida. It's, it's oh, two okay. and a half hours from where I am here. So he yeah. said, he just asked if we, me and her want to come down the 23rd uh, to an attend event I'm having for the grand opening of my gym. Um, so then, yeah, that's the 23rd. So that's I would have been there for that. Ian. Okay, one second, one second. Okay, so, so that's this coming Saturday. So, but the, the 29th, I'm good. I'll come. Okay, so this weekend I'm in BC. Uh, if you guys, anybody watching who's from BC, I'm at Truth Gym uh, for a meet and greet, Q&A, whatever. Um that's great, a great, 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 great it's a grand opening there. It's a grand opening. I just want to mention it real quick. No, next, sorry, next week, uh, the 29th, me, Guy, Ian. Yep. Brett, Brett can you make it? Brett's a, this, Brett's, a, Brett's a gasp athlete. Yeah, I'll look into that. You're, when are you going down, Guy? 29th. Well, we're all going to the 29th. This has been – I've been waiting to book a flight because of him. <laughs> now now Hana is going to get bombarded today with fucking, hey, book book this, book this, book this, book I'll this. message Michael right now, and I'll say, I swear to God, I'll message him right now. I'll say, I'm coming the 29th. Because he messaged me a couple days ago. He's like, I'm at the racetrack. I'm, I'm waiting for you. All right, then I'm texting – I'm texting Johanna that uh, we are all – Coming Brothers. on the 29th. I think Ben and James are going to be there too. This is going to be a fucking shit <laughs> show. How long are you going to, how long are you going to stay? I don't know how long you want me to stay. How long are you guys staying? I got to book my flights here. What, how long am I staying for? Such, this is such a who's on first. I'll, <laughs> I'll stay till, I'll stay till Monday or Tuesday. Like we do like, a, you know, three days. What's yeah. what's the 29th? Because Michael, because listen, there's a couple things. Michael said he was going to take me, like, take us racing, which is something I really want to do. Yeah. I've never that been, I've sh- never done. I've never been I- shooting. I've never been shooting. And he said he was going to take a shooting. So that I really want to do. That'll yeah. probably be a branches, branches farm. We'll go. Yeah. yeah so that I really want to do. And then he said he wanted to do like some barbecue and just hanging out and some training and stuff. So yeah. I think we need at least three days. We need three days, yeah. So what day is the 29th? Is it Friday? That's a Friday. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, go home Tuesday? So if we go home Monday night or Friday, Tuesday morning. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, go home Tuesday, yeah. Okay. I okay. I'm in for that. Sure. If I get stuck in the U.S., then I'll just live at Ben's. Yeah. Out on the farm. I want to move to Texas anyway. Me and Summer talked about it yesterday. I'm like, how do we, how, what do we, what avenue, what paperwork, what shit do we have to do? To move to tech, because I talked to uh, Chris Tuttle. Chris Tuttle moved to Fort Worth. I have, I, yeah. have a, I have a good lawyer for this. If you want one, do you? Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd like to talk to somebody because I was talking well, to Chris. This lawyer's because my sister and her husband, my sister's and her husband. So my sister's husband is an actor. He does yeah. lots of acting in the U.S. Yeah. So he has to get visas all the time to come work in the U.S. and do that. Yeah. Um, so this uh, lawyer that they deal with is like with do does basically only the stuff with like athletes, actors, stuff like people that want to relocate for work like that. Yeah. I don't know, man. I Chris said he moved to Fort Worth from, I think he was, where was Chris in uh, Connecticut? Yeah. What's, and, uh, to cut you off the, the, 
what's the day you want to leave? Because she's asking now. 29th. Through the through the Tuesday. 30, Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, would, would that be November second? Or November first. Check my calendar. Yeah, November second. Yeah. November. Yeah, leave November second in the morning. Oh, October 29th through November second. Tell her Brent what Brett wants to come to. I said Ian Valier is coming. Brett Wilkins is coming. Hollingshead is there that week, and Ben will be there. That's what you said. Brett, are you gonna or Ian? Are you gonna be able to come? You're, you're not sponsored by Gasp. <laughs> so yeah, I know, but it, it's like I, I'm gonna pay my own way. I'm saying, are you gonna? No, I mean, are you gonna get in trouble though? With no, I, but, well, yeah. I'm just asking a question. Nobody jumped oh, down no. my fucking throat. No, no, I'm, just like, I'm, I'm just looking. Just, out, I'm looking out for Ian over here. No. Do you have a clothing sponsor, Ian? Yeah. That's oh. why. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, but it's Destination Dallas. They they would still. It's cheap. JP is obviously cool with this kind of stuff. I mean, like, okay. you know, it's, there's, it's, you know, it's just hanging and out. MJ with and MJ is cool as hell about it. He no, it's awesome. I want everybody to be there. MJ will so be just... like, here's some fucking clothes, go train, do have fun. Yeah. yeah no, it. I've been down to the gym and met all these guys. Like, it's cool for sure. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So we're going to fucking the whole crew's getting together. Yeah. Except for who are we missing? Nick. Nick. Fucking Nick. What's he, he just made? A, what he just made? One hundred eighty-five grand. He can fucking straight up. <laughs> well, I think him and, Chris are, him and Chris are doing that like New York and the store tours and stuff, aren't they? I don't know. I know. I know they're doing the block. Home. He's going home for like twelve days or something. He's going to New Jersey. Oh yeah, I think. But I think that's on the seventh. He's coming. He texted me that I better be around. Yeah, he said next week he was going to be in New Jersey. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we'll figure that out. Uh, uh, we... No, uh, Brett, is Martin, Martin's competing this weekend? I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know? I saw his name on the Legion. Yeah, I on social media. Yeah, I, th- I saw his name on the Legion fucking thing. I was like, what the fuck? I don't, well, he, I, he, didn't, he didn't tell you? Or if he's in planning or what, but yeah, it, this, this show got interesting this weekend. Should be. Yeah, seriously. I thought you guys were boys. How come you don't know? Um, he just, he hasn't even been here and he's moving to Dallas like next week. So he hasn't even been in Denver. So ever since I've been back, I mean, I haven't seen him. Okay. And then- Wait a minute. We totally skipped over something here. I, I'm talking, I was talking about moving. You just said moving to Dallas and now I went back to it. So now I, I need to know if I should move to Texas. <laughs> if, I, if I move into the States, I'm moving to Texas. I'm not Me living too. here. Anymore. That's what I'm thinking. Right. Yeah. If yeah. I move out of Jersey, I'm going so to So Chris, Texas. Chris, Chris Tuttle told me he bought three acres brand new home uh it's like 3500 square feet which is pretty good size that's big yeah um for just under 500 that's crazy which is awesome compared to where i live now yeah canadian prices that's like <laughs> that buys you, i mean chris's town home in canada yeah he bought two years ago it's a town home so like a small yeah. you know three bedroom two bath townhouse you paid 550 for it and they're selling for like 720 now. yeah 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 a townhouse on no backyard no nothing I'm just going to say this. If I sell my house here, I could probably buy a house with no mortgage in Dallas. 100%. And just that's fucking, how I would be too. Yeah. That's just exactly. Be like, yes. A hundred percent. That's, that's what, what I want to do. If I sold my I house, my that's pocket. exactly what I would do. Yeah. Just live like no mortgage. No mortgage and just pay your taxes. I think he said there was no income tax in Texas too. Is that right? No income tax, but property tax is based on the value of the house and it's a percentage. That's right. I think we oh, talked about this before. It's that's entire right. property taxes. Yeah. Yeah. There's no state income tax. Yeah. No state income uh, tax. Yeah, no, yeah. I get direct flight from West Palm Beach here to, to Dallas. That's good. Okay. Three so hours, Ian, Ian, flight. me and you will talk then. I, I actually would like to talk to that lawyer and. Uh, yeah, I'll give you the number. Yeah. And see, and see oh, what's what. Who is going to the land of the free? 
(laughs) after living here with all this shit going on i'm like i gotta get the fuck out of canada Fuad's gonna like all Fuad's gonna turn into like a redneck now he's gonna start like having (laughs) and and he's gonna be wearing baggy clothes and he's gonna be like sister nino had it right the whole fucking time (laughs) actually actually guys it's funny i wore my gas uh so I have all the gas pants, like the baggy ones too. Here it comes. Here it I comes. Put, I put them on the other Here day. I was like, man, these are comfortable as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing them right now. to the gym and shit, you know. I think I'm. Uh, I think I might be converting back to the baggy ones. You son of a bitch. <laughs> um. I can't find. Okay, let's take a look at this while we're. His hat is backwards. I gotta like join the club. Oh, the lineup. Yeah, join we're gonna we're gonna talk about this real quick. Okay, so this it's is the, lead, lineup, the Legion lineup. Really we gotta. Are we betting on this, or what are we doing here? Nope. No, who I, I really wish was doing the show, and that they're ready to do a show, and I think they might be doing uh, Romania, as I would have liked to see Rafael Brandau in this lineup. Yeah. Yeah, what is he doing? He looks great right now. Well, he's doing Romania or Prague or one of those, but oh, okay. I would have liked to see him in there with, like, you know, I mean, Cedric, uh, Sergio, Regan. Yeah, like, he yeah. Been, he would fit nice in this lineup. That would have been good. Yeah, I agree. Okay, we're gonna bet. I, I think uh, what Roman owes us a piercing, and so does Paul. So far, yeah, they might as well start like a punk rock band at this point. <laughs> <laughs> With the way these two are gonna look. All right, Legion. <sighs> Ian, Ann, 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 Brett, Ann. Guy, who had? This oh. is a hard fucking one to do. This is oh. hard. I already made a top six prediction, though, so I have it right here. Oh, Ian's already thought all this out. This is wow, bullshit. you son of a bitch. Well, I did it. Me and Julian did it, and I sent it to him, so I've, I've got it here. Okay, you want to go first, then? Of course he does. I haven't even looked at the fucking list yet. Holy shit. I'm not going to be able to do the uh, anything with it this weekend, because I'm going to be gone, though. No no live stream or anything like that, unfortunately. Um. Okay, Ian, go. One sec, I'm pulling it up here. Max Charles. Damn, Max has done a lot of shows this year. Okay, see, yeah, this is what I, I had it right here. Look, see, I got, can you see? No, I can't. I got it with the numbers written on it already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I have Cedric first. Yep. Sergio second. Yep. Regan third. Sean Clarita fourth. Max Charles fifth. Martin Fitzwater sixth. Patrick Moore seventh. And Joe Seaman eighth. That's my top eight. Patrick. Damn, fucking eighth. And Joe. It's going to be a good Okay. That's pretty good. You think Sean can beat Max? I do. I think in the back shots, he's going to be way too overwhelming with detail for Max Charles. I think Max will be a lot bigger and, and good condition from the front, but I think from the back, Sean's just way too much. I want to I want to say I think Sean could beat a lot of these guys. I just think standing in an open lineup, he's it's just going to be... He's, it just depends how they judge it. If they judge no, it, I just, it's not even that. I just... And this is not a knock, obviously, and Sean, he's doing an open show. I think the over, overwhelmingly yes. size difference is going to just be way too much. Yeah, but I mean, I've even seen, I've even seen Sean, like, you know, stand next to guys like fucking Nick and shit. And like, I mean, because he's so bubbly and so detailed, he can hold his own, man. Like he's going to obviously be structurally smaller, 
but the amount of detail and like crazy bubbliness and roundness is going to stand out. And I think if they judge it based off the physique and not just like the structure of the size of the physique. Oh, he would crush everybody. Yeah, but the structure, the size of the physique matters. It's part of the judging. It does matter, but I mean, it's like, it matters to the point of like where Sean Ray was beating guys like Nasser, you know? I mean, it's, it's still at a point, Sean is a lot better from all the other criteria. So it really depends. Oh, I agree with that. Um, that and I think Sean's also call. coming off being a defending 212 champion. He just came second again, a very close second, in my opinion, to Derek. Um, I think he's going to get the appropriate look. He'll be in the first call out. Uh, and I think if you stand him next to you, you know, he's going to come in bigger. Do you think that's going to hurt him? No being bigger than what he normally is because he, he no, I think if he's like four to five pounds bigger I think it'll it'll be good for him I think he he has that kind of like bubbly look that he can handle a little more fullness you know he might sacrifice like two percent sharpness through the glutes and hamstrings but I mean it's gonna look good on him I think so I'm not I think it'll be good Brett you can't give us any kind of inside scoop of what what's going on with Martin is he going to be in shape this time he posted a picture last night doing or more most- more in shape no, he he's definitely gonna be more in shape because I think he's not chasing a number anymore. You know, I think, I you know, last I, time he was I just trying we, to. Can I pick? I know. Up? I just I just got the same call. Just text him. Just text him. Say we're on a podcast, please. Just say we're on, just say we'll call you back after we're on a podcast. Um, sorry. Go ahead, Brett. Trying to play the size game against like Ian and Steve and stuff, so he wanted his way a little higher. Um, but what I saw is like I mean, yes, a couple of days ago he was like two thirty, and like last time he was on stage he was like two forty three. So I think he's gonna be a lot tighter. Um, and, and look a lot better as well. So it, well, I think he'll be up in more for sure. I think it's interesting that he didn't take a page out of your book in his in his debut, because like because yeah. Brett, you didn't like your. I mean, you were big enough, but your focus was conditioning. Like you showed up in fucking in Tampa, like peeled. Chicago, yeah, or Chicago. Yeah. Sorry, not Tampa. Um, yeah, that's, that was but, what I was relaying him is that for you know in this phase where we're in, you know, being the new guys and stuff you got to establish yourself, you know, that first show with the conditioning. Yeah. So come yeah. in there so that you can bring the conditioning and then, you know, add from that. So I think it's kind of, you know, he wants to show that. And so he's bringing it back, you know, focus more on that this time around and um, it should be good. Because I wonder, be- the thing I wonder is if Martin is in the same kind of shape Brett was in or close to it, I think he could beat Sean. Because yes, he's because he's just as look, complete I, I just like as round. And Martin Martin's my boy, and I want to put all my chips in him. But I I don't think he's going to be in the condition that Brett was in. I mean, there's been like five guys in that kind of condition all year, and Martin is like Martin's good, but I, and I think Martin has a really nice shape, and I think he'll be in better condition. But you're talking about a very very elite level of conditioning, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, it, yeah, he definitely was like, okay, um. Max Martin Patrick below Sean. I don't know if I see that, but okay, let's go ahead. Brett, you got you want to put the list back up for you? Yeah, real quick. I think you know, I, I, based enough, I've, I'm gonna have this is called to... the, this is called the friend rabbit hole. This is when your friends in the show, <laughs> and you've already, gotta, you gotta give a prediction, guy. I've already decided that. Well, actually, yeah, for Brett's worst because it's like his best friend, but <laughs> I've already decided that all these guys are just mad at me per- perpetually now because. I don't have every single one of them winning every show. So it's just part of it, part of what we do. Yeah. Okay, go I'm ahead, go, Brett. I'm going to go Sergio, barely over Cedric. I just I, I don't think Cedric's going to be in shape <laughs> all the way. Um, so Sergio, Cedric, I'm going to put Martin up there in third. I'm also going to – I'm probably going to put Patrick Moore in fourth. I'm going to put Sean in fifth. 
and then Regan in sixth. That's good. Sean in fifth. You see Regan. Regan's working with Milos for this show? Yeah, I want to talk about that in a minute. I just want to get these predictions out first. So, Guy, do you have anything in you mind? Want to wait? You, I, you want to wait for you? Why do I have to go first? Because you never do. I always, you always make me go before you. No, we have you, this conversation, and I always end up fucking And then you just pick now. the same picks I pick. Fuad, just go. All right. Sure, uh, uh. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'll go. I'll go. It's fine. All right. Sergio won. Sergio. Yep. Well, we haven't established what we're betting, so I'm okay with We're not life. betting anything, so just go ahead. Oh, okay. Cedric, two. Yep. I'm going to go... Antonio I'm Burton. Go, I'm gonna go Patrick. I'm gonna go Patrick three. I'm gonna go. Who am I missing? Any right? I'm gonna go. Ah. I'm gonna go Regan four. Max five. Sean six. Sean six. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go Cedric, Sergio. Damn. Just flip-flop those. Regan. Ah, so he's on the same fucking Regan train as me. I see he, he bumped him up there. Um, <laughs> I like the way he's looking. I think Milos is doing something. Me too. He looks a lot fuller yeah. and rounder. Um, Regan, I'm going to go Max Patrick. Max oh, wait, I left Martin out. Fuck, I totally forgot about Martin. I'm going to oh, say Patrick fourth. I'm going to say Max fifth. That's oh, a tough lineup, though. Did you have uh, Martin in yours? I don't have Martin yet, but I'm only concerned. I'm, I'm concerned with, Matt, with Martin's conditioning. That's why. I want to put Martin fifth, but I think, and I'm, I also don't know if Max is going to be tired. The guy's done like every show this year. Like I, think, I know structurally Max is not the best structure either. Where did I have Max? Fifth? Fifth. Could you have third? I had Regan third. Regan. I think I had Regan fourth. I'm gonna have Martin six, Sean. Can you, take a, can you take a picture of this and send this to at like the podcast? Sean, Sean seven. Yeah, that's really tough, man. I don't know if I see Sean in seventh, but it's gonna be hard to beat. I think he could. It depends on Martin's conditioning. If Martin's in shape, I think he can beat Sean, but he's got to be in shape. Oh, and Stan's doing it. I, I didn't even their fucking last name. I th okay. I'm sticking with my I'm sticking with mine. Fuck it. They just need to post their Instagram names, right, guy? Huh? So they just need to post the Instagram names on the lineup. I know because it's, it literally it would help out fucking like their name and then in parentheses. <laughs> so who has so guy and Brett, you have Sergio winning. Um, it's just because Cedric's like fucking me and Ian both have the same top. You like one, one you see him and then you don't see him for fucking ever, and then he just shows up. 
So Ian, me and you have the same top three, and then we get different when we go four, five, six. Yeah. Brett, you have Patrick in fourth. Uh, and Guy, you have Patrick in third. I have him in fourth. Interesting. Patrick does, Patrick does well in California shows. Yeah, he does. He does really well. It's going to be Sean's going to be interesting. It's going to be it's going to be interesting to see what he looks like standing next to guys. And I understand, you know, the the, the comparison you made with Nasser and and Sean Ray is a good one. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Sean could stand next to a lot of those guys. Yeah, hundred percent, toe to toe, no matter what. I think the only guys that Sean cannot beat because they're just so big are Sergio, uh, Cedric. And uh, and maybe Regan. The thing is, I be, I think he. But beats. Max is big too, bro. Yeah, but Max is not very good from the back, and those guys are all good from the back. And I'm also worried that Max might be tired. Yeah, from it's been a long a year for Max. Yeah. He's not super sharp through the glutes and hams like he, and they're a little weaker. His back is a little softer. Where Sean's from the back is just fucking wild. So the man. so the wild card for me is this: I think Max might be tired, and I think Martin, if he's not peeled, Sean can beat both of them. I yep. don't think I don't think Sean can beat Regan, Sergio, or Cedric if they're if they're even ninety five percent. That's why I had him in fourth. Yeah, yeah, I could see him in fourth. I could see him in fourth. It's a it's not a it's not a crazy prediction at all. Um, I'm banking on Martin making up for his mistake in the in his debut though. So that's why I kind of moved him up. Uh, anyway, so Regan's moving. So Regan's working with um, Milos. Milos and Milos. and somebody actually asked a question in the uh, somebody actually asked a question in the Q and A, and they said, uh, "Do you think it's bad for friends to work with competitors?" Considering Regan left Dorian and went to Milos, and Hunter left uh, Brian. And is working with fucking uh, Ian works with family for Christ's sakes. No, it's not. If you're if, you, yeah. if you've got a fucking if you're an immature baby, then yeah, like any, any it's always going to be a clash if it's like that. But you have to understand a, a, the line of coach and friend. I don't think yeah. it has. I don't think it has to do with immaturity. I think everybody's just different. No, it's just you have to. You have to be. No, I think you have to learn to separate the line. And when you're an immature separate. person, you can't separate. No, no, but that's not the only reason. That's not the only reason why though. It's not just immaturity. I mean, if you're... Oh, I mean, look, when you have personal relationships, and even I experience this with, with Melissa and Chris and stuff, it's it's easier for the athlete to combat it, you know? Yes. To, to take the idea and be like, man, you know, whatever, those kind of things, it's a lot easier. Mm-hmm. When it's someone that you don't know as personally as well or have, like, the personal relationships built as well, it's a little different. Um and what would you call it? Well, this is the thing. It's just, I think, okay. I don't, I'm not sure what I would call it. I guess my, my philosophy about coaches is, is always been this, whatever coach you have, they have to be on a pedestal kind of in a way for you. If you're going to listen to them hundred percent, because sure. as soon as shit hits the fan, if you don't trust your coach or hold them on, hold them up on a higher level than you, then you're not going to listen to them. Like Ian said, you're going to combat them. So like if Ian, Ian obviously has a trusting relationship with Chris. It's not just that they're uh, friends or he's his brother-in-law. He's also that Chris obviously trusts them as a, as a coach to a, to that level. Right. But like, if you look at um, like Brian and Hunter, for example, 
Hunter's like Hunter's on a higher level than Brian and their friends. So I'm like, maybe he doesn't hold them to his, to a high enough esteem. So as soon as things go wrong, just a little bit, it's like, it's Brian easy. Doing to... nutrition? I thought they just trained together. No. Cause Brian was doing his nutrition for, doing like... everything for a little bit. Cause he was yeah. working with Andrew Vu and then yeah. Brian took it over a little bit and then he kind of with Brian and then I thought... Brian over to, to Ben and his girlfriend. What? Hunter Hunter was working with Brian after Andrew for Chicago for Chicago. Yeah. Wow, oh, I didn't know and that. After Chicago, Hunter kind of started. Even the Olympia last year, Brian was really helping doing yeah. it. Yeah. And then after and Chicago, started- go ahead, Brett. He started. Yeah, I think it was like I don't even think he worked with Andrew for the Olympia. I think it was more yeah. than they teamed it, and then led into this year, and then um, led into the Chicago this year, and then I'm not sure exactly when that. The falling out was for the Olympia, but that's when Ben Chow helped take over. So what I, my understanding was that it was kind of way before Ben came on. He was just working with Liv. And Liv was kind of take, keeping an eye on him. And then Liv asked Ben to kind of come in and help her so they could kind of both work with Hunter. So him so, and Brian had a falling out, or they just don't – he's not a coach anymore? Like, he, like they're not friends. They don't train together at all. Like, it's done, done. They don't, don't train. Really. Yeah. For sure. I don't really want to say because I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, listen, the point is, the point of it all is, I think you have to be able to hold your coach to a higher level than just your buddy. Yeah. Or else you're not going to listen to him when times are the toughest. Like if you're not looking, if you don't feel like you're looking great and your coach tells you to do something that you don't necessarily agree with. If he's just your friend, then you're probably going to be like, oh, I don't know if I should do that. And then you might tell him you're going to do it and then go do something else. Yeah, or ask somebody else that you trust more yeah. or yeah. just do something you think is the best for you. But yeah, if and that, you respect them, you'll always say, hey, I don't think this is right. But, you know, yeah, this is, you'll, you'll have that at least that open dialogue, you know, where if you don't, you'll just kind of sneak around, right? Yeah, like I've always had friends around me that knew what they were doing, but I purposely sought out coaches like Hani or Chad or like John because I was like, I'm just going to do whatever they say. Yeah, because I'm like they're at that level. They've achieved a level that I don't have to worry that they know what they're doing or don't know what they're doing. Yeah. So, anyway, so going back to Regan working with Milos, do you think how big of a difference do you think it's going to make? Um, I think the good thing about this is going to be because me, uh, I think Regan's biggest issue has just been getting that really fine tuned conditioning. Like, look, obviously in the long run to like, to be at the Olympia level, he needs more muscle on that frame. hundred yeah. yeah. percent. Yeah. He's got a big frame. Short term. I think the most dramatic thing he can do is just get fucking peeled at the Olympia. His conditioning was not up to par with, you know, the top, top tier guys. And I think someone like Milos will see that and just fucking annihilate him for two weeks, you know? Mm-hmm. I think, and I saw that on Regan's post. He was like, yo, we've been doing like zero carbs. Like, you know, I think that's Milos is just going to absolutely destroy him for two weeks and then pump him full of food and insulin and make him fucking gigantic on stage. And if, for Regan's physique, I think it might work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think mean, it's, actually, uh, been, I don't, if he's on zero carbs, I'm shocked because he looks like really round and full right now. But I think yeah. that's, that's the benefit. Like, that's his physique, right? Like, he's always round, even when he's that's flat, like Chris, he's still round. Even when I feed Chris zero grams of carbs, yeah. he looks the exact same fullness-wise, you know? But doesn't he get, it was, like... It was but, funny because at the Olympia this year, in pre-judging, was the only time I'd ever looked at Chris on stage or, like, other than the years really sick or in progress photos, and been like, wow, Chris looks kind of flat. But this was the first year we yeah. actually did, like, a fucking legit carb up with Chris. Yeah, yeah. We used the least diuretics and like almost none, and we fucking fed the shit out of them. Which usually, because 
of the weigh-ins and because how his body reacts with food and stuff, we're very, very, we almost put him on stage, like flat as a pancake, no food. Cause yeah. like, if he looks good, we're like, let's just leave it. We don't know how, you know, the water and stuff will affect. So we just leave it. But this year we're like, okay, you know, he was underweight earlier in the week. So we started just slowly increasing the food a little bit, like on like Wednesday, Tuesday, yeah. Yeah. Um, and just keeping an eye on his weight. And it started to build in terms of fullness. But then on stage, I saw in the morning, I'm like, fuck, he looks kind of flat this morning. You know, yeah. and we, we obviously put a little more food in him for the night. and He looked better at night. But um, but yeah, it was the first time. Like last year, he ate almost no food before prejudging and looked fucking gigantic, full as a house. And then this year, he looked kind of flat. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Some guys, I think their muscles so round. It's like even when they're flat, they're like, Popping through, like like they can tell they're flat, but they're still round to the, like to us looking at them. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, so I mean, like when I'm flat, I literally don't even look like I bodybuild anymore. I'm getting better. Like the older I get, I I can hold that look better. But yeah. like three years ago, two years ago, when I would go flat, I I went from looking like I was like two eighty to like two ten. Well, that was like Tampa two years ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you totally look like a totally different body. Well, I mean, in between just then and New York, like you're talking yeah. what? two, three weeks. Yep. And, you know, a difference of 10 pounds in stage weight. And I look completely different. Yeah. yeah or there, I look at Tampa versus the Olympia, you know? Mm -hmm. so um, we have a whole bunch of questions. I thought we'd actually answer some today. What do you guys think? Yeah. So we never, we don't, I don't think we've done question or like a rate my physique forever. I know. We just kind of bramble for two hours. So let's just try and get, get through some of these. But that's the shit people love. They don't even like uh, care. Okay. Well, I can delete this one because you just answered the, the talked about the Regan Milos thing. Um, name all the supplement companies that you have been with and tell one good thing and one bad thing about them. <laughs> that's actually a good. That's actually, that's actually everybody, a good question. Everybody breached their contract on three. Ready? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> like, let me talk about how great other supplement companies are. Yeah, sure. Let me sign that waiver. That's, that's a tough, that's that's a tough question. question. That's not a tough question. So, okay, I'll start. Yeah. So I was with Muscle Tech. How many companies have you been with? Four. So what, Muscle Tech? No, I was with actually, Sci I was with, uh, what the fuck, Fusion. Oh, yeah, Fusion, Muscle Tech, Sci-Tech. Sci-Tech, Sci -tech. Sci -tech, sorry. And then I was with, I had a small stint with Canadian Protein, and then we started yeah. Hostile. And then Hostile. So, oh, no, I forgot Cage Muscle. Cage Muscle. Oh. Yeah. So I, well, I think I forgot that one on purpose. I've been, with, <laughs> I've been with GAT, I-Force, ANS. You're with and, GAT? Yeah. You've been with four companies already. You're only 30. <laughs> just jumping around. I signed my first contract when I was like 20. So that's over 10 years. Yeah. I think I signed mine at 21 or something. Like that. I was with, I was with ANS for five years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'll, I'll start with a, with a couple. I won't do all of them. So muscle tech, I loved how they treated their athletes. I loved uh, the marketing. I love that they had all the best bodybuilders on the team. I didn't love a couple of their products because they were, I didn't know what the fuck they were. <laughs> so, so like, True. so like, like clear muscle, what the fuck is clear no, muscle? like, like they had, they had a product called Gakic. Yeah. Gakic. I remember that product. And I'm like, I'm like, well, they had Lukic and Gakic, right? Yeah. I'm like, okay. Lukic is probably a leucine product. It was, it was just a yeah. amino acid. I'm like, I don't know what Gakic is. I'm like, what is this? So I like, it bothered me. Cause I'm like, I'm with this company. Like, why are they making this product? I don't know what the fuck this product is. So, but overall, I thought they were a great company. I thought I did use a, like their protein, cell tech, and all that stuff. But I just didn't know what the fuck Gakic was. So I'm like, you want to hear a funny story about Lukic and Gakic? So when those oh. first came out, I was like in like grade twelve of high school, okay? And realized how 
fucking stupid those names. <laughs> he's like looking and gacking, like you're talking about some like, like fucking, people, like they're like people, foreign people, yeah, and you're yeah, like yeah. saying it with such a straight face. He's like, I have a story about gacking. Yeah, someone, someone Google gacking so we know exactly what this product even was. Okay, but anyways, I'm I'm I went into BNC in Canada, and I was like 17, 16, 17. And I found, I saw these products. They were like, at, you know, in the day they like at, at uh, GNC where they had like the glass bits that like they'd have to open. So like it seemed like it was like crazier. special. Yeah, it was special. Yeah. Where is it? There, down there. Yeah. Wasn't That's it like effect. black Gack- and purple? Gacking. Yeah. This is they it. changed. Yeah. This is the Pro Series one. They changed it. Oh, it was, wasn't cool. it like red and purple? Elite cellular volumization blend. Oh, it's a glycerol of- monostery. It's just glycerol. Yeah. Well, with arginine. Okay, know. so it's like a pump product. I guess, but I don't know. Is it still around? Is that still exist? This is now, yeah. Ingredients list. Go down. There, supplement facts. Gakic Pro Seer. I hate blends. Glycine. So you don't even you don't know how much glycine is in it. So that's also that's also something I don't like about uh, companies. Any company. Yeah. I I went in. I bought these products. It was a pill, Brett. And I felt like. You know, I went in there and I felt like I was like buying like bad stuff, you know, uh, and then, and I, they, they were like that big, huge pills. Remember how big the loose, Yeah. The loose yeah. And you had to take like six of them or something like that. Yeah. You had to take like eight. They were fucking like huge, hard pressed tablets. Yeah. And my, uh, my friends came over and like, I would like take them before the gym and stuff. And on the box, it said like, I think for Luke, it said anabolic with no androgenic side effects. Yeah. Perfect. And I didn't know what that meant at the time. So like yeah. I Googled it and I came to the consensus that this was steroids without the side effects it's perfect yeah, without, the, without the side effects so then, like, <laughs> we were like the epitome of like what the soccer moms do that's great yeah, so then it went so then it ran around my high school because i was taking these that i was like taking steroids by taking oh, luke kicking no. gacket <laughs> so i was like the first kid on steroids in high school taking luke kicking gacket not really on steroids but yes on steroids no, i'm that's taking fun. fucking leucine and i know i know i know and they were so underdosed yeah. too. Like I remember the loot. Aren't they like big? They were red or purple yeah. or blue? no? They were the beige like beige horse pills. Beige pills, yeah, yeah. They were like Which horse was, pills. Oh no, Pump Tech was the red ones. I've never taken those. Pump Tech was from Muscle Deck. Pump Tech. Oh, I didn't know that. Maybe it was after I left. Wasn't it? Wasn't it that called Pump Tech? Look up Pump Tech real quick. There's no uh, Pump Tech. I never heard of Pump if Tech. I'm right, Ian. I swear to God. Because <laughs> I'm usually. I'm the smartest person I know. Pump tech from muscle tech. You're good. Wait, am I right? No. No. (laughs) Wait. No, there's not. Pump tech. Yes! Yes! (laughs) Oh my God. Look how old. Yes! It's so old. This is before my my time. Oh, yeah. The people are commenting here 2007. Okay. So I would have been grade 11 then. (laughs) All right. Victory. Okay. Okay, I thought I lost. Okay. Who's next? Somebody go next. Ian, you've been with five companies. Pick one and pick a good and a bad thing about it. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, Anessa's with the longest, so I'll do them. Um, I mean, from I, I had no real complaints about ANS. I actually really, really liked ANS. They were a smaller company. Um, it kept it very personal in terms of like I only really ever dealt with the owners, and like you know, they really took my like feedback and stuff well. And like you know, they it was a very good vibe. I really liked everything about them. The the only thing and why I ended up leaving is that they're level of marketing that they were investing and like what they, the image they were trying to give, I just thought wasn't going to be successful. Um, And they just really weren't putting anything into their marketing. I mean, it's, it was very, very minimal. Um, And I felt like it was, they kind of reached like 
the end of the road in terms of where their growth was going to be from a marketing standpoint. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to be with a company that had bigger goals and bigger reach in terms of, you know, what they want to do with their brand, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I could see like, especially with Ron revive and like, you know, obviously there was a million things that drew me to them. Like with Chris, you know, I knew about Chris being an owner, obviously way before that. Yeah. Um, you know, and all this kind of stuff, but I could just tell like their, their goals were big. Like they wanted it, like, they were like the Cybation or SciTech where they wanted to have all the big names. They want to have everybody yeah. winning everything. Like they want to have me and Nick and Sean and Chris and everybody winning every show. And they want, you know, and yeah, I yeah. just want to be part of that, uh, you know, obviously, and obviously the money and these things matter, but like, you know, that was not really a driving factor. The biggest thing was just one being with my family. Cause everything was together. Um, and two, just a company that had big goals like that, you know? Yeah. Brett, how many companies you've been with? Not many. So, well, I'll talk about the Redcon. I was with Redcon until COVID hit. Okay. Um, I didn't even know you were with Redcon. How long were yeah. you with them? And right before COVID, though, that was like, that was like structured, pretty structured chaos. That's how I describe it. I mean, there's just <laughs> constantly something that, you know, every week or every day, there's a different deal that you had to be on top of and post about. And it was just like, it was almost like it was too much. There was just yeah. way too much going on. And I mean, that's, you know, that's Singerman's you know, motto. That's his business plan is just sell, 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 you know. Um, and it was it was good in regards to working with – there's a the guy named Rudy who's the athlete manager. Yeah, yeah very, Rudy. Rudy, 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 Rudy is awesome. So I still good have a good guy. relationship with him to this day. Um, but I honestly, like, looking at it and, like, he is that link that is, like, keeping everything together between the athletes and Aaron. And, like, he just does such a good job because – he knows, you know, when like Aaron's kind of trying to do too, too much and he'll like relay that. And, um, but overall, I mean, it was a good experience to kind of see, you know, what, what it is like for a company that's just trying to basically you're kind of just a number and you're just yeah. trying to push numbers. Um, and you always constantly just, you know, everyday deals, you know, new, new products. So it was just a lot. Like, and now it's good, you know, with, especially with hostile, I was just the quality of the ingredients in it, you know, yeah. cause like it was kind of hard to sell that pre-workout, you know, that when you know there's only like two ingredients in it and like yeah. way over and everything so yeah. it's just now it's you know you feel more attached to the for me anyway more attached to the company i'm with now in regards How's the to the owner speak i mean he's having to ask but you know that's that's how it goes <laughs> very demanding <laughs> <laughs> but overall yeah like i said it was a good experience overall you know see what i wanted to do in the future you know build more relationship you know with the team aspect yeah. um and i got to experience that as well so it was uh it, it was a learning experience and, and now here we are how long were you with Redcon? I didn't even know you were. It was about a year. It was, oh, okay. yeah. It was, and then, and then COVID hit and they started letting people go. So I was yeah. on the block and then Who now he probably back, but you know, not at that time. <laughs> guy, what, oh, sorry, yeah, guy, go ahead, Ian. No, go ahead, guy. Uh, I was with BSN, Centurion Labs, uh, MFIT, and now Blackstone. MFIT, I was with for a year. You were with, ones. Forgot you were with BSN for a while. I was one of the OGs, bro. I was That's right. here. You're back in the yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah, you were like, but there when like Dallas was there and shit, weren't you? I was there before Dallas. I, I mean, I was there with Dallas, but I was there before. Were you Dallas. there when Ronnie was there? Uh, at the end. At the end. You were there when Flex uh, Flex Lewis was there. I was the one who helped get Flex Lewis on. They didn't even have Flex's number. I, they had their first meet, meeting in my hotel room. I love Guy. Guy's the best. He's, guy is like the Joe Pesci of bodybuilding. He's 100%. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I have no wait. How am I wait? Just they just, literally just did, you just they asked me to get in contact with Flex. Listen, and they I'm had not, a meeting in my hotel room. I'm not saying Florida. anything you said We're is not, a lie. We're not disagreeing with you. We just love how you have to put that part I in. I just there. love that you're the fucking guy. 
You're the guy. You're the guy. <laughs> you're the guy. Yeah. Your guy's the guy. Why do I have to be fucking Joe Pesci, short and fat? That's not no, no, not the stat, not stature, just the the from just Goodfellas. Yeah. You're Joe Pesci from Goodfellas and Casino. Oh, the asshole. No, not the asshole. He's just the guy. You're probably you're probably the only reason that Flex Lewis ever won any titles as well. Yeah, right? I, <laughs> I can go into, I can go into some I can go into some details on. Well, this. it's like six six degrees of separation. He got him on BSN. BSN paid him a certain amount of money. He was yeah. able to live better and then win the title. So really, yeah. he owes it all to guy. Yeah, Flex. I won all those titles. Yeah, yeah, Flex. Um, I expect my present in the mail. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, what did you like and dislike about BSN? I Scott James was probably the smartest businessman I've ever met. He's is that now, the owner? Is that the owner? He was one of the original owners, him and Chris. And um, he now uh, is partners with um, Branch and Wicked Cuts. Okay. That's cool. Um, actually, me and him still stay in contact. Uh, Scott is awesome. Once they got bought out by Glambia, it was a fucking shit show because they owned Optimum, they owned yeah. ABB, they owned IsoPure, and... Uh, can i just say something whoever when those companies buy it was those, a fucking they literally yeah they actually tried to have me as an athlete yeah. sign a non they tried to have me sign a non-compete and i oh, picked it up that. and gave it back to the lady and i go if tell you them think signing this you're crazy tell them what a non-compete is just so people who don't understand a non, the contracts a non-compete would be like if i'm a bodybuilder and I'm sponsored by a protein, like a, a protein company, like BSN. A non-compete would say, if I leave BSN, I cannot go to a similar type of company for, like for X amount of time. For X so amount of time, yeah. If you can't compete against them. So like if I was with, a, let's say, a clothing company, I can't go to another clothing company for however much time it says in there. It basically... So it be 12 months, it could be two years. Yeah. So yeah. this was... This was a one year nothing. And then the second year, it was like I couldn't be in a contract in like a certain radius. Of, I was like, it basically puts crazy. you out of work, is what it does. Yeah, well, so, yeah. um, but you can't, they, they, you know, they can never, you know, if you took that to court, they yeah, can never, never win. Bullshit. No, you yeah, can't they, stop somebody yeah. from, from working. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Scott was great to the sales guys, he was great to the athletes. Like, listened took um uh, constructive criticism uh, we had awesome fucking booths uh they always included the athletes and everything they did and we had a fucking at one time it was like me dallas brandon curry dennis wolf forrest griffin kane vas like we had a fucking kane vasquez we had like a ton and we had amanda latona was there um we had some like crazy girls too so it was cool to be a part of that like time when like all those people were there. But once they got bought out and you kind of see how like big business did shit. Yeah. Like they kind of like got rid of the the people that made the company what it was and they brought in people from Glambia. And then the products fucking changed and the products got worse. And then it you, it, it was just like what did this you is, like they, they took a company that was up here yeah. in the supplement world and just brought and it right why, back to the gutter. That's why I tell people to buy from bodybuilding enthusiasts or yes. bodybuilders because the same thing happened at SciTech. The guy who owned SciTech was a huge bodybuilding fan. And he brought me on, then he brought Cedric, then he brought Brandon and Max Charles and fucking we are all on there and they had all the bodybuilding products. Then this big conglomerate venture capitalist, you know, whatever bought SciTech and they started to let go of athletes 
And then they start to change the products. Well, these products are too expensive. If we take this ingredient out or that ingredient out, the product will be cheaper and we can make more money. Our margin will be bigger. So they start treating the whole company like it's numbers. Why are we paying this athlete this much if he's only bringing in this much? Meanwhile, they don't realize that it's bringing a whole company credibility. Yes. So it's like, I don't, it, it's weird. I don't think the same thing happened at muscle tech, you know, when, uh, what's his name? Paul Gardner. Yep. When he sold muscle tech, same thing happened. It became to try to become more mainstream. And even though they're still a big company, they just don't have the same influence they had in the industry. Well, that they're they a used. big company in terms of like being at CVS now. You know, yeah. Walmart, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, that's what, that's exactly what Glambia, like if you see, that's what they want. All that stuff is yeah. in Walmart, Walgreens, Costco, supermarkets, yeah. But I'd really like, like to know what I'd really like to know what their bottom dollar is, though. Like I know they're in the bigger stores, but I wonder how many people at Shoppers Drug Mart are buying fucking BSN products. And you know what's crazy? You always see it for like triple the price. It's always like I like like fucking Eno Explode will be on the shelf at like a Walmart for like seventy three ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. You know. Um. All right. Proudest moment, Brett. You start this one. Proudest moment outside of bodybuilding. In married. I knew he was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say you better say it, your wife. Your wife's gonna kill you. Married. No. <laughs> All right. Well, then mine's Definitely. getting divorced. Mine's getting yeah, divorced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, your no, wife. Your beautiful. wife wished me a happy birthday the other day. I thought that was nice. You son. Of a <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it was your fucking birthday the other day. Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you, man. Uh, um. Your your ex wife has the same birthday, so we we're like I know she's like, I was the one who told her that. So oh uh, okay okay. Um, <laughs> I I wish you happy birthday. Yes, you did actually. You it was very for your ex wife. What you say, Brad? Who did you wish happy birthday to first? My ex wife. Oh. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> actually, don't know. I mean, you want it? I can go back and actually check if you want to know. <laughs> I will say this: you were the first human being I called. When my dad, when I found out what was wrong with my father. Okay, that makes up for it. All right. <laughs> um, okay, so getting married, that's first on your list. Is there, yeah. is that's the obvious one. Is there a close second? Um, I don't say getting engaged. <laughs> first time I got laid. <laughs> uh, you know, graduating college was a big deal for me. Uh, <laughs> getting married with all the as well what'd you graduate uh, college with what's that what'd you graduate college with what degree um actually science okay cool physiology and so i actually played played college football there as well so it was uh it was a great experience and honestly if i wasn't playing football i probably wanted to finish college yeah you know it was just the love of you know the, the competition side of me um but then that made it the challenge was to you know continue to get good grades to do so um so i could remain on the team and what college what college did you go to it was a it was a college in Iowa. It was called Central College, where I grew up. Okay. Um. Yeah. Just a, it's a it's a football powerhouse there. That's why I went there, and my my parents went there as well. So, um, some great tradition there, and I had a great experience there. And um, even though you know, you, you know, right away I didn't use the college degree in anything, but now it's applied very well to what I do. Yeah. Um. And you know, it, it's been and that was probably the best thing I could have done at that age. Did you, you know? did you want to play pro football? Is that what you wanted, or you just played football for the fun of it? No, because I, I graduated. I mean, I was I was like an all man. Like I was very good at like kicking, punt, returning. And I was a slot receiver. But you got to remember, I was only 165 pounds. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I was a very you know I was small back then, so I was really really quick and shifty. Yeah. Um. So when I got done with college football, I was like, you know, maybe I can try out for like arena football or something. I just don't have the size. 
Yeah. Um, but then I didn't want to have to pay for my ACL to get torn. So I decided to take a body button. Okay. Cool. Um, Ian, best thing outside of bodybuilding? Um, marriage. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'm going to close, get close, close second. So yeah, ma- ma- married is obviously the first one, I guess. And then probably the, f- I'm going to get married today just so I can fucking get out of here. <laughs> you guys have it so goddamn the second house Melissa and I bought together is like a bit was a big accomplishment at the time. Like, you know, it was like a big move up and like, you know, the first house we bought was like a $250,000 house. And then, you know, a couple of two years later, we bought like a much bigger expense, more expensive house. And it was like, wow. Like, you know, I did all this kind of from bodybuilding and like, we did this together and we built this life together. And that was like one of those moments of like, you know, something I was really, really proud of, you know? Yeah. Guy. Um, What's your first one? What's the what? what what's your what's your best thing outside of bodybuilding <clears throat> your garden your garden, <laughs> your garden, your garden. i would have to say my house yeah yeah you're pretty proud because a lot of people uh, mo- most people buy their house with their significant other yeah. or like have like somebody that like you know they're they they go in with their have like i I'm very prideful in the fact that like everything I, I have was all and everything that I do is all me. Yeah. I have no help in anything that I do. My house, my cars, my everything that I have is not because it was handy. It was all me. There was nobody that helped me do it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's for me is like, is, is number one on my list. You know? Yeah. It's funny. I was going to say that too. Yeah. Uh, I think we're all kind of similar because obviously marriage first. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, that's funny. A very, very big accomplishment. Well, that's the thing I was going to say is, you know, Ian said they bought their first house. It was like $250,000 house. So I lived in a condo by myself and then summer moved in with me. And then we moved out of the condo. I had like a two bedroom condo. So we moved out of the condo and bought our first house. That was probably my best accomplishment outside of body. But that house was just small though. It was only $200,000, 220 or something like that. But I still have fond memories of that house. And I'm still like, that's still like a, it was still a big accomplishment for me. Cause I'm like, yeah. It was like a period of my life where I'm like, I'm never going to own a fucking house. And it's scary too, owning your own house. It just, it like, seemed like it such seemed like such a big, a big thing, like getting yeah. the mortgage money together and getting it. And then I'm like, so I think buying my first house, even though it wasn't like an expensive house or anything, is still a big deal. And then so from there, we've graduated. To bigger. My second house versus my first house is because my first house at the time, like it, it, I was like young and I bought it, but like, I felt like I still had a lot of help, you know, like I still like, Oh, okay. had my mom there with me to like help me like figure out the mortgage like i did yeah, all this stuff yeah yeah second house like i'm talking about a house where like i gotta figure out like to mow the lawn i gotta do this yeah, i got a yeah. driveway to plow and like you know i got a big property and like i gotta do all this stuff i'm like it's me that's got to do this now like, makes this you feel mom. like a grown-up yeah like i felt like yeah. i had like i felt like an adult and like i'd like really yeah. like got it you know yeah i it- went um when when on my first house i had with bethany we had a townhouse and she bought it and well, we kind of bought it together, but she initially like put the down payment down. And um, I went from, we got divorced over from that to an apartment to then my house, when I got it appraised for five and a quarter. So I'm like, this is like a fucking huge jump by myself. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. scary. Cause I'm like, if I fucking lose something or something doesn't work out or like one of the paths ends up coming to a roadblock, like I could be really fucked. Cause this is no, my mortgage payment is three grand by yeah. itself. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I think um, I think owning a house is, is 
very is a big accomplishment across the fucking board for anybody. Can I ask you guys this? I wonder if you guys feel the same way I do about this sometimes. Do you think because like sometimes because I don't have a normal life and I don't get up and go to a nine to five like most adults, I don't feel like an adult. Does that ever cross your? Does that ever yeah. you ever wonder that? Like you're like, ever, like is this is this fucking life real? Like it's not. You know what you I know mean? What? Like I'll say this. I like right now. I mean, it's fucking Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday afternoon right now. I'm working, bitch. Yeah. What is it? Is it fucking Wednesday? Yeah. 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 Wednesday at fucking one o'clock, and we're all just sit- I'm just sitting, sitting around. Podcast. I'm sitting on the couch, just chilling, doing a podcast. Like, yeah, but I you thought, know what? This is the thing. I, I thought it, I thought it was just I don't me. Even live in Florida. I'm in Florida. I don't even fucking live in Florida. What the fuck am I doing here? Right yeah. Full time vacation. Yeah. But, then, but hold on. You shouldn't feel bad for it, and that's what I hate. I hate when no, people make me I, feel bad. People feel like, bad. have you ever heard the comment? Well, I've gotten this so many times. Oh, well, you don't, you don't have a nine to five, or you don't have a real you job. You don't have a real job. You don't have a real job. I got, I got over that a long time ago. That's oh. jealousy and nothing yeah, else. Fuck yeah. that. No, it's not that I feel bad for it. I just because all my brothers and my sister are all older, older than me. So my whole life growing up, I would watch them go to work or fucking whatever, put on their suit and go to work, whatever they're doing. Meanwhile, I'm like, eh, I woke up at 11, I had breakfast, and now I'm going to the gym. And I'm like, yeah. that's like, you're doing adult shit, like buying cars, buying houses, stuff. But like, you're not, it doesn't feel like you're an adult. You're in that buying sense. adult shit, but living an adolescent life. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I also, I also think it's like what phase you are in it. You know, like when you're beginning and starting out doing this, you know, and then especially with our journeys, you know, you got the stress maybe like from the parental side of things that like don't think, you know, that's not a full time job. Yeah. Or you know, yeah. that's saying that and stuff. But then when they see the success and what we're doing and like, you know, we're working just as much, it's just in different ways. You know, we're applying yeah. to our body. Yeah. You know, I still work probably 40 hours a week on like clientele and everything, yeah. but just spread out, you know. I work three hours at the, you know, two hours at the end of the night when no one sees it, things like yeah. that. But yeah, like you said, you get, we, I think it's our society that, you know, builds us up that you have to do a nine to five or eight to four. You have to get up the American dream, you know, whatever. But that's, what's beautiful about this is you can succeed on your own, you know, with the entrepreneur route. And that's yeah. something we've been able to do. And, and now that we've made it, it's like, it's like all the supports there. Now everyone wishes they're doing what you were, what they are talking shit about, you know, yeah. three years. So yeah, now, I'm, now, I'm, now, 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 now all you your buddies is like, fuck, man, I'm so jealous. Like you guys, you got, you got it made. Like you have the life, you know. Like, yeah. like you're just living in Florida. Like blah blah blah. You know, it's like, yeah, it's it's different the farther you get into it. You know. Yeah. Although my mom still said to me the other day, she's like, I was at her house and I'm like, ah, I gotta go train, Ma. See you later. She's like, I got. She's like, you gonna have lunch? I'm like, no, nah, I gotta go work out. She's like, why are you still doing that working out thing? She's like, why don't you, you, why do you just stop lifting weights? You're I'm done like, now. You're done with that. <laughs> she's been saying that to me for 20 fucking years like what you know it's enough already with the weights like do something else yeah uh this one just says business advice (laughs) that's all it says you You got get on it what do you got (laughs) it's such a it's such a broad question i'm like i don't know what's your advice my own my work go to work (laughs) yeah go to work that's it yeah i'll give you a a broad answer um (laughs) and have a cool coffee cup Stop drinking out of that fucking mug. <laughs> I can't. Seriously. Turn it around. Would you why rather- does it say Time Magazine on it? Why the fuck is that Time Magazine? <laughs> why is it Time Magazine? I don't get it. Wait, Where did you buy that? Online? My buddy got it because you know he was on like all the fucking memes during yeah, quarantine. Like- that guy's been around for fucking a decade. Yeah, but he was on like every fucking meme. So he like, it's like man of the year. Like the time- Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Would you rather? <laughs> because Paul Paul sent that to me like I don't know three weeks ago. He sent me a link and it said, "Check out these new COVID restrictions." And I'm like, "I'm like, I'm not. I'm like, for Paul. I'm like, I don't want to open it, man. I'm like, I'm too busy. Just tell me what they're talking about." And I was actually just being lazy. Oh, you were being serious. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "No, no, you got to read it." I'm like, "No, just tell, just summarize it. I don't feel like reading the article." You are a fucking lazy. Prick. And then he says to me, "Then he was adamant. He's like, no, no, you got to read it yourself." Then it clued into me. I'm like, dude. It's probably, some, hard. it's probably some gay porn or some shit. So then he's like, then he sent me the actual photo yeah. of the guy. And I'm like, that's not funny anymore. He didn't get me. That's my guy's coffee cup. Uh, okay, listen. Would you rather have explosive diarrhea after every meal you consume or be forced to wear a mask every time you train? Explosive diarrhea. Really? Oh, yeah. I've dealt with that for years. Good. What was the second part? The second one? We're We're after a <laughs> Or we'll have to wear a COVID mask every time you train forever. Wear a mask every time you train. I wore a mask for a little while when I was training. It's not that bad. But yeah, but I can shit my pants for like two minutes. I'm good to go. Let's go. <laughs> every time you eat? Yeah, it's good. Whatever. After every meal, you're going to have diarrhea. How long is the is the explosive session? I don't yeah, know. It's just, it's just like one big explosion. You're good. Is it one big explosion or is it like an ongoing volcano for a couple minutes? Because like that, that would be a determining when, factor. Let me ask you how polite you guys are. When that happens, do you clean the toilet after? If it needs it. Okay. You don't just leave it, right? It's your house. Wait, wait, wait. Leave what? Why do you bring this up? Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Leave what, Fuad? He said explosive diarrhea, like explosive, right? Yeah. So if you flush the toilet, if there's still the mess in the toilet. There's like splattered paint yeah. on the fucking... <laughs> Do you just yeah. leave it for no, the wife? No, no, no. I live by myself. You, if there's fucking splattered cement paint, you gotta fucking clean it. <laughs> gotta get that. Okay, you live by yourself. Then it, turns into, then it turns into like hard stuff. So solidifies. Like... <laughs> <laughs> then it never it's comes like, off. It's like, it's like, how does a wet diarrhea turn turn that hard yeah. It doesn't come off the ball? There's cement... <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's funny. It's funny you say this because I just like the first time in my life ever I got called out on this like four days ago. Why? So, uh, so after the Olympia, because uh, like all our families were down here for the Olympia, like Melissa's family and my mom and her husband, and then they all came back to Stewart. So because we want to do Canadian Thanksgiving in Florida, like all together, you know? Yeah, yeah. So they all came back for a week, and my mom and her husband Rob stayed at our condo here. So we have a second bedroom. So I stayed there. Yeah. And one day, like, you know, post-show, I've been eating garbage. I fucking, you know, I went in the bathroom and I just, like, Destroyed. fucking rocket all over the toilet. <laughs> and it looked, like, I flushed and it looked clean. And then Rob went in and took a piss, so he lifted the seat up. Oh, no. And the underside oh. of the seat was just, like, painted. I'm laying in the bedroom just, like, watching a movie or something. He, like, opens the door. He's like, hey, man. He's like, uh, I'm not sure if it was you, but I think you had a little bit of an explosion there. You might want to clean it up. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck. Sorry. Thanks, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I was I fucking sorry. That's when it gets under the fucking... Oh, the, the whole bottom of the seat. Like, the back you got to wonder, wonder to yourself, if the bottom of the seat is ma- a mess, are your legs and bottom of your ass also a mess? I usually, when I wipe, after I'm wiping my ass, I usually take toilet paper and just wipe like wipe your a little cheeks. bit of the, of the <laughs> no, not the full cheek, not the, not, no, no, hold on, no, not the like, full cheek, but yeah. like, I definitely go about two inches outside the, the crack and just wipe, yeah. make sure there's no like, 
residue from anywhere. God forbid. Yeah. Ian's wiping his legs, the bottom of his legs. <laughs> Ian's got the fucking wet wipe like this. No, I'm getting in the shower after that one. Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. All right. Um, what's the kindest thing a stranger has done for you? Oh, good question. I had one of those. Uh, uh, we've had this a few times here, actually, in Stuart. Those uh, like pay it forwards at drive-throughs, you know. Ah, the Starbucks thing. I've had that happen. Yeah, to me literally at Starbucks. I was just driving yeah. through the other day, and someone paid for mine. So I was like, "Man, pay for theirs." That's what I did. Except the guy behind me, his order was like thirty-six bucks. <laughs> yeah, like, you always you always run that risk when you do it. You got to just take it. I still paid for it. I was like, "Motherfucker!" I'm like, "I just wanted yeah. one coffee." You order one six-dollar coffee, and he's got fucking spray. <laughs> you know? A stranger or a friend? Stranger. It says stranger. Oh, stranger. You know the nicest thing I could say? So when I, when I lived in I lived in Milton for a little while, I was just outside Toronto. And I used to travel for SciTech all the time. I'd be gone for like three, four or five days at a time. And I became friends with the neighbor across the street. And I think one of the nicest things was I just I, I remember leaving one morning. I was trying to catch my flight at like 6 a.m. and he was leaving his house and he stopped me asked me where I was going I told him and I was like hey you know my wife's by herself you know she's just her just her and the dog I'm gonna be gone for like five days you might just keep an eye on the house for me and he's like yeah man he's like I got you no problem he's like I'll, I'll fucking don't worry I'm watching the house the whole time you're gone so I was like I don't think he actually did anything for me but just knowing that he was like cool enough to be like I got I'll, I'll keep an eye your what your wife can run over if she's got a problem and like my wife and, and my will take care of her so I thought that was cool. It's probably one of the one of the nicer things I can think of. I honestly can't think of one. I can't think of anything either, which is sad. I can think of a trillion things I've done for people that I don't know, and I'm like, does that just mean you guys are self centered, or does it mean you don't? That's it self centered. I go, I do shit for people I don't know every fucking day. Because maybe you don't remember when people are doing nice things for you. Holding a fucking door is about as far as it goes for me, bro. <laughs> I remember having somebody, I lost my wallet one time and I'm, it's something we would do, but like they even took it a further step. I, I, lost, got, I, got it. I lost it somewhere like across town and I was actually working and they looked me up on like Facebook and messaged me. And then they ended up bringing the wallet to my work. Like they okay. drove across town to come drop it off to me. And like, you know, then I tried to actually obviously pay them. I wanted to give them something, and yeah. they, you know, just good people, you know, something, you know, and it's like we would do that, but it's like our, you know, in general, our society, like you, you don't think you're ever going to get that. You know, when it's gone, you it's think it's gone. gone. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. you know, fit, fucking 50 percent people are shitty. So, they, you know, they would just steal it or not, you know, not even take action on it. And this person really did. So that, that was probably the coolest thing I can think of right now. The, I have I had a very similar situation. My Louis wallet that matches that bag in. I put it on the back of my truck and drove off and forgot I put it on the bed of oh, my no. truck. And I uh, was on the phone with the credit card companies canceling my credit cards. And I get a call from this kid, Mark, who used to train at my gym. Haven't seen him in like four fucking years, probably maybe even five. And he calls me. He's like, Hey, I'm like, what's up, bro. I was like, I haven't heard from you in a long time. And he goes, did you lose your wallet today? And I was like, no fucking way. I was like, yeah. He goes, my friend Lisa was driving and found it in the middle of the highway, stopped, picked it up, Googled you, found Jeez. you on Facebook and saw that we had one friend in common and it was me. <laughs> and she called me and she, she brought it to my house yeah. and her name is saved in my phone as Lisa Wallet Lady. 
<laughs> wallet saver. <laughs> yeah. Even though the wallet got fucking mangled, I had to get it like re-stitched and sewed. And this happened in Vegas with the first Olympia I did, 2018. I got off the plane in McCarran at Vegas. I, I had a, my fanny pack. I went to take a piss. I like how you do the fanny pack crossbody because it's <laughs> instead of no, I don't do it now. Special. So I I went and took a piss in the bathroom, and I was carrying the fanny pack. And I, when I took a piss, I put you know in like the airport ledges, I yeah. put it up there, and I left. Oh shit! And this had my passport, my wallet, everything. Oh. And I, I'm in the U.S. now with no passport. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. like, and I'm you know I left the airport. Like I got to the other side of the security, realized I'm like, oh, was fuck, it in a Louis like, bag too? Uh, no, this one wasn't a Louis. It was it was like a nice fanny, but I can't remember what. Oh, okay. But uh, so I get to the other side of security, and then I I went to like reach for something in there, uh, and I was like, "Fuck, where the fuck's my bag?" You know. So then I like went to the security desk, or whatever, and asked them to you know radio someone on the other side of of the gates, you know, like on the other side of security. Um, and they got like a janitor to go check the bathrooms. It was gone. I'm like motherfucker, you know. Uh, and I thought I was fucked. Like I was, you know, I got yeah. my rental car and like, you know, got, we uh, had to, you know, get a whole new rental. Cause I had no ID to show that I, that was my rental. And like, yeah, yeah. we had to get a new reservation under Melissa's name and she had oh. to pay for it and blah, blah, blah. We finally get out of there. And this is even funnier to add to the story. We get the rental car. This is like a sidetrack, but we get the rental car. We had like a suburban. We're in the parking lot sitting there. We load everyone. It was me, Chris, and Melissa. And I think Courtney was there then. Yep. Yeah we load everything in the SUV. Uh, and then I'm sitting in there, like uh, getting the GPS open to find the hotel. And someone hits us from behind in the parking garage. What the fuck? Yeah. The guy smoked us. It was like, Doom. we're all like, what the fuck was that? And then the guy just backed out and tried to exit the fucking place. And there was like 10 other people standing right there waiting for their cars to be brought up. Yeah. And they all saw, we got out and we're like, what the fuck just happened? They're like, yo, this guy just hit you. So Chris ran across the parking lot Cause you know where there's like the little exit gates where you give your like yeah. shit, like show yeah. your thing. And yeah. like, you know, he was going to get stopped there. Just yeah. ran across. So like cut across. Cause the guy had to kind of go around. Yeah. Yeah. Stands in front of the guy's car. He's like, where the fuck do you think you're going? Yeah. And the guy's like, what? And then the, the guy and him like got into the shouting match. And the guy's like, I didn't hit you. What the fuck are you talking about? And Chris is like, yo, there's literally 25 fucking people here yeah. that saw it. So then the people at the rental agency went and pulled up the cameras, saw him do it. This guy came around. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about, blah, blah, blah. He was so fucked on drugs or our drunk man, this guy. Yeah, he yeah. came out and he was like arguing with us. He was yelling belligerently and he was so fucked up. It was crazy. But anyways, you know, we took the Suburban. There was a little ding on it, whatever. But this yeah. guy was like, I didn't do anything. You know? yeah. um, <laughs> and then he actually started saying that we hit him. We're like, no, no, they hit me. You were going like, in we, reverse. We were sitting there parked. We were yeah, literally yeah. parked. We put zero miles on the car at this point, yeah, you know? Yeah. But anyway, so we get out of there. Um, and then I go to I get to the hotel, and then it was hard to even check in because I didn't have my ID and it was the Olympia, like the rooms under your name and blah blah blah. And then my mm -hmm. cell phone rings and it was the like the treasure island or like one of these other random Vegas hotels. And they're like, Is this Ian Valier? We have your your bag here with like your shit. You're like, fucking, you must've got off like an instant hard on. Oh yeah. But I'm like, how the fuck did it get there? Right. I left it at the goddamn airport. But yeah. I guess someone found it at the airport, brought it to their hotel where they were staying. 
and, and just it like, gave it to the front desk here. Yeah. I was like, hey, I found this at the airport. I didn't know what to do. Instead of I mean, giving it to the airport security or something, they're like, I fuck I mean, it they, all the way to the fucking hotel. I think they and needed the, the time to think I, about whether they are going to steal something from it. Well, this is the thing. I don't think the person was intending to be a good Samaritan. I think they took my bag, were intending to use it, because when I got it, the credit cards were all in different spots and, like, you yeah. know, everything had been yeah. moved around. Yeah. I didn't have any cash in the wallet, um, but there was credit cards and stuff, but they'd all been shuffled around. And then they obviously brought to the casino, realized they couldn't use my cards with like, you know, pin check chip technology at that point. Yeah. It was new. And the States didn't really have that a lot yet. Yeah. Um, and then they had just given it to the people. Oh, instead of. That's what so, I think. I think you're right. Yeah. So you go from being a complete and utter shady, scummy douchebag. To my scene. To, to, to then failing to accomplish your goal. To then yeah. thinking now you're being an outstanding citizen and <laughs> leveling up because you gave the bag to somebody. Yeah. Like, and that person probably thinks they're a good human. Yeah. So that's oh. not really a good story of a, a stranger doing something nice. That's just somebody who couldn't steal from you. No, it was just, <laughs> it reminded it remind, yeah, That was like, he had to be nice by the, no, no, yeah. he, that wasn't even nice. That was just dumb. Cause yeah. like a smart, a smart thief would have just thrown it in the dumpster. I remember when I got there to the, that Olympia and like that happened and the car thing happened. I'm like, this is an omen. This Olympia, I'm going to come fucking, like, I'm going to look terrible, you know? You I was just, this is just not meant to be, you know? How'd you do with that I Olympia? Do. I came 14th, but I mean, like, it was my <laughs> debut. It was okay. I was yeah, happy. With yeah, it. yeah. Uh, all right. Um, I thought this was a good question. What's your idea of the most perfect day from start to finish? You can go anywhere, do anything, and be with oh anyone. God. How are you spending that 24 hours? That's so hard. I wanna, well, see this is stuff that Puet thinks about every day. I want to get on a jet, <laughs> private jet, and I want to. <laughs> I want to go Formula One car. No, no, it's not even that crazy. Actually, now that you said it, there maybe. we fucking go. <laughs> maybe I'd like to get on a jet, drive to a Formula One course somewhere, drive a no, Formula One car, wake up, drive the Formula One car to the airport. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get on the jet. <laughs> My original thought was I would just like to get on a private jet with my wife, fly to like the Maldives or like an yeah. island in Greece yeah. and just sit on a fucking beach for an entire day with her. Maybe do some jet skiing, maybe do some boating, maybe some have a nice dinner, fishing, have a nice sex. dinner. Yeah. All like on the beach, have some sex. And then my 24 hours can be over. Yeah. You guys a, get in a fight? Not a very complex day. What? You guys get in a fight? Why? Because podcast was like, Best thing happened to me, marriage. Best day. <laughs> Best day on the beach this summer. I'm like, something happened we don't know about. Like, she's going to hear this. She's going to hear this after. We're going to make up. <laughs> no, actually, actually, today is our uh, nine-year anniversary. Happy oh. anniversary, little yeah. buddy. Is yeah, this we're... nine years of marriage or nine years together? No, no nine years marriage. of marriage. Uh, 14 years together, I believe. Nice. That's hard our, to find. Our, our, our nine year is November 17th, like one month. Oh, fuck. So you guys are right behind. How long have you been together? That's nine years together, three years. Oh, married. okay, okay, three years married. Okay, mm. yeah, it just it seems weird. Fourteen years is like it's fucking a third of my life. Yeah, it's crazy. That's like us. Yeah, ten years, nine years. That's like almost a third of my life too. It's crazy. Yeah, like I can't. Uh, look, what the fuck is my? I wouldn't even know yeah, what my too. life would I'm be 39 like. Thirty-nine and zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my entire adult life, I've been with Melissa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I see it too. Because before summer, I was just fucking. Drunk all the time. Right, jump in. You could dump salt on the wound too. How long have you been with Ivana? 
I think we asked you this before. It's two years. Like two years, two years, three years. Oh, we've been married for four and together for eight. Oh, oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah, that's changed been, like a hundred pounds. They've like met. Yeah, gained a hundred pounds since then. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she's seen it all, so she's she's been with me through everything. You know, it's a um, keeper. What uh, guy? When are you gonna get married? What are we waiting for? <laughs> a woman. <laughs> if you'd stop being so fucking picky and crazy with the women, you might be married. How am I picky and crazy? I, the story, I mean, the story you told me about the woman getting the last bite is the best story I've ever heard. In my life. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Oh Brad, yeah. Did, Brad, did you hear that story? So oh, yeah. you were well, you on for that with, I was with God. Well, I don't know. I could literally get. I could probably get. I could get her on the phone to prove that. I I believe you. That's yeah, what I'm saying. You for sure. You're nuts. Nuts for keeping her. No, you're nuts for noticing that. Oh, uh, <laughs> how? Uh, how would I? Because who does I, that? Who does that? You like you took a bite of your food and then watched her, and you're like, you're like you yeah, said. To I me. noticed that every time we're at out to eat, like you know when like you get done, you're like, ah, oh, fucking, and then like you're always like, uh I would always notice like after I, like I, if I took a five minute break and then like took one bite. It was always like I'd be like what, just sitting there, and then like she'd be like, "Yeah," <laughs> and then I would like be like weird, <laughs> and then I would wait a little bit, take another, and I, I'd be like, you're "So fucking weird, fucking last bite." But don't you ever and have she's you ever like? Yes, I do. I'm like, you're so fucking weird. Have you considered that sometimes eating is like contagious? Like if you're sitting with a group of people, like I've done this, right? Sit with my family, and we're all sitting talking after we we're done eating, and then my brother will pick at something, and I'm like, "Ah, oh, you know what? I'm gonna pick at something too," and then I'll have a bite. It's not because I'm trying to be last. It's just because it's like but you're, not, you're not picking from somebody else's plate, though. No, but neither was she. No, no, she wasn't either. She was picking from oh, her own I plate. She, she was picking. She would plate. like, oh. like I would finish my meal. She would finish hers. Let's say there'd be like an appetizer on the table that we were sharing that wasn't finished, like some bread. So I would get finished with my meal and like take the bread and like go like this and take a bite. And then she'd be like. <laughs> and I'd be like, then like a couple minutes would go by and I would like take another piece of bread and then like she would do it shortly after and I'd be like do you have to fucking always get the last bite at the table she's like I, I don't know it's like a thing I'm like it fucking drives me nuts I would sit there and just I would eat her I'll be like alright let's see who gets the last bite just sit she would have, she, I wish she would have rocked me yeah uh, okay what's your best day I'm the only one who went so far and who wants to go next Ian I, I agree with yours okay guy <laughs> that's pretty simple yeah i mean like um, i can't think of what would be i mean i don't, I don't, know, I don't have anybody to do anything with oh no i'm just saying so like we I can all we can all do stuff there we fucking go the fucking guns <laughs> i was uh, guy's perfect like day is we would all show up at his house and we would all hang out for the day and fucking next weekend next weekend uh, Next weekend is going to be your perfect day. Yeah, yeah. My fucking dreams coming true. Brett, what's your perfect? I just, you know what? I follow this page on Instagram. It's just called Vacations, I think. And they're always posting like pictures of like this beautiful beach with like the bluest fucking ocean in the world. I'm like, man, it'd be nice to just spend a fucking day sitting out there with like someone bringing me food and just hanging out with my wife and just like doing water sports all day long. Like in a little cabana <clears throat> on the beach. Yeah. You get, you get me with the wall. Like what they're doing that, like doing the water sports, like doing that and relaxing and go for some jet skiing. Yeah. Like 
Yeah. I like that. I like you know the beach going in the water and then like falling asleep on the beach for like 20 minutes and waking up, going back in the water. Yeah. You know what out. I really oh. you know what I really want to do is um like deep sea fishing, like charter fishing. You ever done that? Yeah. I've, I've I had always... a guy actually just at the gym here at Revive the other day came up to me and he was like, you know, congratulating me on the Olympian stuff and blah blah blah. And then we were chit-chatting for a while and he said he worked at he just moved down here uh, and he works at a local marina mm-hmm. and he does like chartered fishing shit like that. Yeah. You know, he's like, he's like, man, the other day he's like, I saw a fucking, I can't remember what kind of fish he said. He's like, it was like fucking 15 feet long. It was crazy. He's like, yeah, you know, you like a marlin or something. There. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, he's like, it's fucking sick, man. He's like, why don't you ask MJ if, if, if they can, I don't know if they do any chartering that down there. I don't know though. Is there water in Texas? <laughs> I know it's a really stupid question, but it's. I mean, there's. I mean, there's bordering states and fucking shit. Like I don't know. Yeah. How, whereas I'm saying I don't know if they, if they have anything like that in Texas. I don't know. Jersey. I, and shit, I'm sure we're gonna have enough to do, man. Just the racing alone is like I'm. I'm fucking yeah. trying to do that. Then we're gonna laugh so fucking. It's gonna be a funny fucking couple days. Right. What's your What's your ultimate day? I mean, the beach and stuff sounds awesome. I, I'm, I'm gonna go the exact opposite and go with. And this is it something I, I can't. None of us can probably do right now. Maybe, maybe guy because he's a little little guy. But going up, going up to the top of the mountain, you son of a bitch, a little guy, huh? Just spending the whole day like either snowboarding or skiing, just because the beauty aspect that comes with that, like it literally feels like you're on top of the world. You know, when you get to the top of a mountain, you spend the whole day going up and down. I mean, it's draining. I haven't done it for a few years because I can't now because I'm too big. But it was always one thing I'd do every single year. Um, You know, finish the day at one of the local, you know local spots out in front of a fire, maybe smoking a joint, who knows, and just enjoying the day, you know, so. Snowboarding is awesome. I've done it for for years. I can do more of that, but um, it's definitely something you guys should try if you haven't. You You don't think you can do it anymore? No, I tried. I tried like two years. I I tried when I was 260, like a year and a half ago, two years. And I got up there. I saw saw a board and everything. Got all laced up, went down. About a quarter of the way down, my my back quad locked up. I'm cramped up, falling down the mountain. My little back is pumped up. I can't move. I get down to the mat bottom. I take out my snowboard. I throw it. I take out my boots because I can't feel my toes. And I just I, I was with my buddies. And I'm like, you know, I'll just I'll be at the fucking cabin. You guys just go. And so I, yeah. I sat my ass in the cabin all day while they were snowboarding. I'm like, you know, I I went. I used to snowboard a lot and like and love that. Um, and I didn't do a few years because I was too afraid to get hurt, like with bodybuilding. Yeah. And then when me and Melissa. We've probably been together like two or three years. Um, me and her whole family, like, you know, obviously through like Mont Tremblant. Yeah. We all went there and like had a nice cabin up on the ski hill and like did that thing. And I was like, okay, like I'm going to try it. So I, I had a snowboard still, brought it there and everything. And like, I, it still felt like I could do it the same. And like, I felt fine. But then I, I, I fell one time. Like, oh, it was that's all going to take. I fell one time and it was like, it was like the world ended. Like it was the, the hardest. It was a it fall that when so I was like more. 16, 150 pounds, it would have been like, nothing, get up. You know, I was like, yeah. you know, like I was fucking done. I was like, this is it. That's the end. Never doing this again. You know? Yeah, man. It's crazy. The, the, the small amount of shit that you can do when you're this big, like, well, this is what I don't understand is I had it. So Brett, I haven't gone in a couple of years, but I went, uh, I've gone the past five years, I think like twice or three times. But the first time I went after like an eight year hiatus of not doing it or, or eight or five year hiatus, I went a couple of times up and down the mountain and both my quads waiting on the fucking line, both locked up. And you know how you have one in one out, bro. I went down and then I'm like, how can I fucking get through a two hour workout of legs? Yeah. Squat all this crazy weight 
and I can't just fucking stand and go down a hill without my legs fucking it's locking so different, up. It's different different stimulus. I know, but it's wild how how different it is. Yeah. I always like that kind of vacation. You know, summer's not summer's not a cold person, but uh and you know Blue Mountain, Collingwood. Yep. Yep. So that's something I like to do. I would love to do too. Just spend a day, get a chalet there and fucking hang. I used to that's what Melissa and I are doing like for a vacation after we're uh, after a season here, we're going to go up like, you know, somewhere like, uh, but I don't feel like it's worth it to go there. If, like I used to ski and I can't ski anymore. So I'm like, I feel no, like it's, it's nice. Like just to be in those like kind of villagey places and like go in the hot tubs and like, you know, go yeah. around. Like that's nice, man. You know, I wonder how that is with like vaccination shit right now. Well, I wouldn't go up to Canada. We go to what's the fucking place in uh, Colorado again. Vail. Well, there's sorts, you know, Keystone, Breckenridge, Vail, Aspen. 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 Ben's Aspen. in, uh, Ben's in Vail right now. I think. Yeah, I saw that. He's, in, yeah. he's yeah. in Beaver. We're actually, I'm going to go meet up with him on Friday. We're going to go up there. So I'm looking oh, forward are you? to that. Yeah, we're going to meet him for a so. How far is he from you right now? It's like an hour and a half from where I'm at right now. Maybe you guys should do some hostile stuff while you're there. Just going to add work to your trip. Put, put, put him to work on the vacation, you know? <laughs> some boss you got, Brett. <laughs> he's always, um, he's always... I'm always busting their balls. Fucking more videos. More fucking... <laughs> More content. <clears throat> um, uh, if you could wake up tomorrow having mastered one skill, what would it be? Bassian. Drums. Yeah, I would take it. I'd either be like the best singer or best like at a good instrument, like drums or fucking guitar or something like that. I have I have a drum set. Because I'd, I'd on- love to be able to be amazing. Why is guy laughing? Why are you laughing, you fuck? So <laughs> listen. I just wanted to come at you with nutsack, and I just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> it was like an immediate reaction. I just you said drum set. I thought Step Brothers and laugh came out. <laughs> That's literally what happened. That's literally the correlation of you saying. Drum I totally set forgot about where that. my head went. That's exactly what happened. Right away, yeah. Um, no, I've always wanted to l- learn how to play drums. So Summer bought me a drum set like three years ago for my birthday. And I tried to learn for like a few months and I'm like, ah, fuck, I just can't fucking do it, man. I think it's I'd hard. rather, if I'm going to play an instrument though, I'd rather play something that's everywhere. Like play the piano because piano. like, pianos are everywhere. And if you piano's just, cool. like go full Chinese mode on a piano, man, you're fucking swag. Like, that's cool. <laughs> full Chinese mode? I got to cut that yeah, out. I go like, full Chinese mode. I mean, that's true. Fuck. That's a compliment. I know. I know it is. I'll take no, <laughs> I like the I like the drums because when I'm fucking listening drums to like way more cool for sure. When I'm listening to like Metallica or listening to something heavy, it's That's like it's, it's yeah. cool to be able to like play with it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Plus, I was always jealous of fucking Luke. Luke could play the drums. And I remember yeah. I, I remember I asked Luke on one of our podcasts when I first got my drum set. I'm like, hey man, when you first sat down at your drum set, I'm like, was <laughs> it like you could just play, or did you have to like? No, no he literally told me he's like, yeah, I just kind of figured it out. I was Stop like, really? what the drum set? Just say <laughs> drums. Stop saying drum set. Anyway, when drum he said set. when he said that, it was uh, it was drum discur- kit. Drum <laughs> kit, yeah. No, when he said that, it was discouraging because I'm like, well, I can't fucking just play. But I think it's also harder to learn when you're big because like just holding the fucking drumsticks is like everything's harder to do to to pick up too when you're older. Yeah. yeah. They say it's it's easier to teach somebody who's a lot younger. Like I bought a guitar. To learn well, yeah, you have a way more like neuroplasticity when yeah. you're young. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I got mine. Ian, you said piano. I'm taking piano. I'm taking piano. Guy, one thing you could do. Actually, can I change mine? <laughs> change what? mine. No. I want to. I could drive a Formula One car. 
That'd be like what I'd master. God, his fucking answers is insane to every. If, if he can figure out a way to fit fucking Formula One into every answer, it would be like, <laughs> yeah. like we just stop asking. Car, until he gets in that car, it's gonna keep being. I that know. Yeah. Can Formula One send this motherfucker an invite, please? I would probably be the worst driver ever, also, but it's just something I want to do. Yeah. I'd be like, crash, 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 <laughs> crash a fucking four million dollar car. <laughs> I'd be so happy, guy. What What do you want to do? What do you want to master? Oh God, if I could being be- married. He wants a master. Being I've done master. that. I, I did, but you didn't. But you didn't master, master, master it. it. Master it. I mastered the, the the marriage and mastered the divorce. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. No, oh, seriously. Well, is there something like, cause honestly, when I think of the I, drums, well, you know what I love, I love, I used to love watching like the, uh, what do you call it? Like back, what was it called? Like the voice and all the, like, I love watching. I love listening to people. Jose does too. We talk about it all the time. If I could do something, I probably want to sing. Like that's why I said that first being able to being an amazing singer is such a fucking sick skill to have. It really fucking is. Can I show you guys this? I and I'm like big into country music too. So like, I love listening to music. I can listen to music all day. Yeah. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's because I'm getting older, but I'm like fascinated by like weird shit all of a sudden. Like, if people playing instruments is crazy to me, or like this this is something new I've been watching on YouTube, which is fucking crazy. Have you guys ever seen these guys going downhill on their skateboards? On those fucking skateboards, yeah, that's crazy, bro. This is fucked up, man. This is crazy shit. You uh, you catch a fucking uh, a pebble on your truck, and it's night night. Keep your booty hole tight because you're fucked. Yeah, check this out, man. <laughs> They fly. Like I watch these guys and I'm like, man, they look they like they're having, miles an hour. It's fucking crazy. They look like they're having the time of their fucking life. And no I'm chance. Like, That's no chance. I'm oh. not saying I want to do it, but I just like I'm a t-shirt and a t-shirt. Yeah, I know. Could you imagine bailing? Oh, bro, he's dead. But there's like he's getting fucking watched. Oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> Look at this shit. It's like there's guys that there's ones that are like look at that. Like they're just ah! the guy filming him. Ah! The guy filming him. He's in a car, obviously. You think so? Yeah, he's or probably on a, a, on a bike or something. Yeah, on a bike. Yeah, he's probably on like a scooter or something. But it's just like it's nuts. Like look at this turn coming up. He's just going down. Hands, are his hands interlocked by his ass? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think I can pull that move off. Fucking aerodynamics, bro. You can't do that. Hell no. Anyway, I oh think- okay, he's fucking oh. throwing tricks in it now. Oh, this corner! Look at this corner coming up. Hairpin. Ah! <laughs> ah! I, saw, I, I saw one where a guy, a guy oh, went off oh! the edge. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, man, it's nuts. I've been I've been watching a lot of these things, like skateboard tricks and shit. It's like I've I've gone down the skateboard rabbit hole a few times. Yeah, I still have my skateboard. I sent you. I still had the fucking video. I have never fucking. skateboarded in my life. I have no idea why I'm fascinated by it. I don't even know what the fuck it would be. There like. she is. I saw you. Nothing gets by me. Who? She's hiding in the background. You're not even in it. Move I over know. a bit. Move over a bit. Hi. Hi, guys. How are Hi, you? Hi, guys. That's funny timing. Melissa literally just walked in the door as Ivana walked into the frame, too. Ivana. Hey, if Ivana, I needed a map skill set, what should it be? Uh, he's asking the one growing, one. growing better facial hair. No, it's good. He's got a good design. He's got a good design going. Good design. Grow more ass hair. You need more ass hair. One skill of any kind. I, 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 I thought it was. I thought that was a skill not to have. I know. I was going to grow less, less ass hair. He grows zero hair. How? I don't know. I'm wondering. 
thing. I grow fucking more ass hair than facial hair. That, that's what takes me the longest to shave when I'm prepping for shows. Oh, God. I'm glad. I'm glad yeah. Okay. I don't have a lot of hair on my butt either. So I don't know what to say right now. Nothing. Just, you just don't have a lot of hair on your ass. Don't feel ashamed. Why, 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 is, why is Brett getting shamed for that? You're no, not getting shamed. We're jealous. Oh. We're jealous. We're jealous for sure. Yeah. Okay. So, so team no, no butt hair. What, yeah. Brett, what, what, what's one skill you want to master? I, I I instantly thought of something of monetary value. So I was thinking like mastering, like becoming like a poker player or some kind of form of gambling, you know, because yeah. then you never have to work you know, of your life just to make millions and millions of dollars and, you know, enjoy doing it as well. <laughs> Gamblazarian. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. Could, yeah. I mean, if you mastered piano, you could do piano gigs and get paid. Yeah, but ain't nobody paying you millions of dollars for that. I wonder what I want to be on. I want to be on and doing the the World Series thing of Serenade with the glass, the glasses on, and the fucking yeah. cow, cowboy hat. And no one, I'm going to beat everybody because I mastered this. I'd be in a cowboy hat, serenaded chicks on stage. I'm <laughs> <laughs> well, Stapleton over here, yeah. So singer, <laughs> piano player, poker player, Area. drummer. I said piano player. This is going to be. This is going to look like a cute, cute cartoon. What would you say? <laughs> what's really? Yeah. What's Melissa saying? She's, she said it's kind of the same as, as, like, as Brett. With the stock markets, She's know? like, I'd want to be really fucking business savvy. Like, you know, be like yeah. some stock market. Oh, guru. it'd be great to master the stock market. Yeah. Fucking. That's what, that's where I was going with it. That's what I thought. It well, was. Here you go. Now, foo, 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 I might change it now. No, no I, I, I've always been, I honestly, like, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly like fascinated by people who could play instruments. So I'm going to stick with mine. Me too. I'm sticking yeah. with that. Too. Yeah. I'm always really jealous when people like, Play guitar or drums or piano or yeah. any of that. You guys shit. can you guys can all play. I'll sing. Singer makes the most money anyway. You think you can sing? I I said you, it was a skill I could could have. Let me hear you sing something. Let's Suck see if... balls. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll do one more question and we'll go. And then we'll go. Uh, <clears throat> that one's boring. Is leaving a relationship for bodybuilding selfish? Well, you typed That's in a group good question. Why does well, everyone leave there, me? This is a, this is a, I, I did not. That was a generic search. <laughs> I don't forget a fucking That thing. was generic, you motherfucker. That wasn't what I typed. Why does everyone leave me? I'll never forget it. <laughs> The You're first time this he is showed his screen, everything you know. The first time he showed his screen, he like showed it and he said like why and like the first thing <laughs> oh yeah, I remember this. Yeah, like, no, wait a minute. Believe me. No, okay, watch, 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 watch. I'm gonna show you what happened. Okay. It's because oh, you yeah. search yourself. No, 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 no. Come on, quick, 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 quick. So this is what happened. I typed. Wait, in... he probably just cleared out. His no, no, no. I didn't. I typed no, in. Why. I don't even believe. You. I typed in why, and a whole bunch of stuff popped up, and guy thought that was my search. <laughs> So I'm going to type in why again and see what comes up. <clears throat> why women kill? Why is, why, that, why is my poop green? I believe you. Why am I was tired? I believe you just got a dog. I believe why do dogs eat glass? <laughs> why is there a chip shortage? I don't even know what that is. Why am I so tired? That These are all generic. Three. They're all generic, you idiot. Yeah, it's the most commonly searched on Google. Yeah. All right. So anyways, uh, what did we say? Is it selfish? What did the so guy say? Something for bodybuilding. And this is where I said that context is everything in this. It depends. Yeah. 
You know, because like, what is she being a completely unsupportive fucking bitch about it, or like, what is she the being question? the best person ever, and you're just a d bag? Like, it matters. The you know? question was, is it selfish to leave a relationship for bodybuilding? If you're not going to at least try, yeah, yeah. If, as if if both partners, like, if you're trying your hardest and they're just they can't deal with it, and like you know that this is what you're going to do, then obviously, then you've reached an impasse. Um, but I mean, yeah, like I said, context is everything in this. I think if you're going to date, if, if a girl is going to date a man who competes, I think in order to know if the relationship is going to work, you have to go through the full process of the bodybuilder being in his off season and being able to do normal people shit. And then you have to know the bodybuilder in contest mode right. when he can shut everything down and emotions and be completely different than you're used to. Because if you don't know that and you can't understand it, then it's not going to work. And a lot okay. of, can I, but I also can think, I, wait, this goes from both sides because that, yes, I, I, this, gonna, that's why I, I said if, if one, I, no, if both so sides. This 100%. is also the bodybuilder to not be a hundred percent. Hey, wait a second. I have another scenario I want to ask you guys. So let's say the guy just loves bodybuilding, but he's not going to compete. He is never going to be a pro. He's never going to make a living at it. Uh, the girl is a 10 out of 10 in every single way. Does he make concessions for her or does he like, no, I love bodybuilding. Fuck it. Only, only you can know this answer though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it depends. It, what do you value more? Do you value your bodybuilding more or do you value your 10 out of 10 girl? I would say this, the fact that he has to ask the question answers the question. You mean the fact that he has to clear it with her if he wants to bodybuild? No, no the fact that he has to ask you what he should do shows that he probably, if you have that, if he cared about her that much, you'd make a concession for somebody. No, I don't think that's about. true. Cause I think some guys, okay, this is a scenario I'm thinking in my mind, even though there's no context, I'm thinking this kid probably wants to be a pro and the girl is probably like, I don't think that's cool. And he's like, is it selfish of me to be like, fuck it. I want to pursue my dreams. Or maybe it could be that he wants to be a pro and the girl's like, I love you to death, but there's like, no way on God's green earth. You have the genetics. No, I think most of the scenario, it's going to be that she's, not understanding the time that it takes to go to the gym and the competing and that when he's is competing or prepping for a show that he's more distant and these kind of things. It's a, it's always usually a lack of understanding of the concept. Yeah. And then the guy just being like, this is what it takes, you know? Um, so I think it's, it's usually comes down to a lack of communication. I mean, that people are just not understanding the process and communicating the process. And if you are trying to do all those things and you know, you still want to bodybuild and you're, trying to communicate and it's just not working well then yes i think it's acceptable to leave if that is going to you know bring you more happiness in the long run uh but you have to weigh what matters more to you at that point in your life you know yeah i think yeah i think i think people should do what makes them happy so if it makes yes. you happy to bodybuild and the person that's with you doesn't want you to do the thing that makes you happy then you're probably yes. not compatible that's what i'm saying yeah yeah that's and my, only, that was my point yeah the only thing is the only thing I worry about is in a case of delusion where the guy's like, yes, investing 100% of his time into bodybuilding, think he's going to be a pro when he has no business. And meanwhile, he's got this perfect person that's here and he does, doesn't recognize it. And see, I think I see that more than I see the person who's delusional more than I see the person that thinks reality. But then I wondered myself, the counterpoint to that is whether it's delusion or not, if he's doing something he loves, then Still something he loves. Yeah, then who the fuck's to say, you know? That girl might be a 10, but not for he him. He needs to find someone that is understanding of that, that that is his passion, whether it's going to make so him. What would the passion then be? Just going to the gym? 
Yeah, like what if he just loves working out and he's not going to be a pro? And she's like, giving him shit for working out? No, he just does everything that we do. Yeah. He just doesn't ever step on the stage. Yeah, like he, he lives a lifestyle. He, he eats all the regimented meals and like go to family meals. He's like, no, I'm going to eat If he's not being a dick, he trains. What? If he's not being a dick and it's, and he's not doing anything directly to in, negatively impact the relationship, she needs to shut the fuck up or he needs to move on. But it would well, be. Well, the thing is, wait, if, if I'm going to, sorry, if I'm going to take the girl's side for one second. It would be negatively negatively impacting me because let's say you're just going to the gym for fun. You're just living the lifestyle. You're not making money at this thing, right? Mm-hmm. And we can't go to dinner two or three times a week because you're like, oh, I got to eat my meals at home. Or we can't go on vacation because you're like, well, they don't have a gym there and I can't go there. Well, now you're fucking up my whole relationship and you're not even doing it for like, see, Summer, this is what I'm trying to say. Summer lives with the bullshit that comes with my life because my life earns money. But if See, my like, life, if my life was just a hobby and it was fucking up our relationship, that would be different. I agree with you to a point, but then I also think that this guy could find- It also started as a hobby. Wait, no, it this didn't. guy could also find 10 other girls that will accept his hobby for what it is, and that might be accepting of that, and that that would be a better fit for him. So if sure. someone's not understanding of that, just maybe it's just not the right fit for you. But he also that, has to know that, that 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 girl, Ian, that you're talking about might not have- the qualities that check the boxes that the girl he currently has. All I'm so trying to say, not, all, all I'm trying to say is if you're, all I'm trying to say is if you're well, just doing it for a hobby, oh yeah. maybe don't be crazy. Like if it's not, if you're not earning money, like, and your and your girlfriend, like, yeah, I want to go to dinner a couple times a week, or I want to go on vacation. You have to miss the gym yeah, twice. Yeah, you yeah, go. Don't, yeah. Don't be like, no, bodybuilding is the most important thing. Fuck you. Like you might and lose you can a, go. I, and listen, it's not, I know people hate doing it, but you can go out to eat. And be like, listen, I want chicken and broccoli plain. Don't put anything on it. Like no oil, just use like Pam spray. Like you can go out and eat. And like, if you want to bring a scale to be OCD, you absolutely can. But like when people go, oh, I can't. When I go out, I usually just bring my food, but I'll go out and sit down and I'll be like, hey, listen, can you just heat this up for me? If and I'm like, like really anal, but I'll, I'll make the sacrifice and get dressed and go out to eat. And But a lot of times the girl wants you to enjoy the food with them. So that well, becomes a problem. If I'm in the off season, I'll eat anywhere. I don't go a That's what I'm saying. Get a steak and potato anywhere. Like well, a lot of people are like, oh, 60 weeks out, I won't go in here. Like I, I used to go on dates, but just bring my food and just 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 to go out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't you know. know. I, I, go ahead, Brett. Listen to this real quick. I was I did that butcher sampling. So my sauce that's coming out next week. I did a sampling at the expo at the Olympia. And this guy comes up to me and he has his meal with them. I mean I'm I'm guessing he was dieting prep, whatever. And he pulls out a scale. He's like, I want to try your sauce. And he's like, but I got to weigh it out. And I'm like, first off, I'm like, okay, dude. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Isn't your calorie, it's like a 10 calorie sauce or something? It's shit? like, yeah, it's a low calorie condiment sauce. I'm like, okay, okay, whatever. He's like, yeah, I need 30 grams. So I'm like, oh, all right, you know, I'm pouring it. I go over like two, I go to 32 grams and I look up and this guy's just giving me the look. <laughs> you know, the fucking look. Like, he's I, mortified. I over yeah. And I go, I go, dude, you can chill out about two grams of, of a low condiment sauce. It's okay. Like, yeah. I just got like, I'm like, go do a couple of jumping jacks or something. It's all good. Like, how about by the time I, you walk out of here, it's going to be burned off? Oh, dude. I was, I, hey, I just had guys, such a, Do any of you guys weigh your condiments? No. What's that? Do any of you guys ever weigh your condiments? No, especially, especially. Okay. First of all, yeah. I've never weighed a condiment, but I guess Me I could, ever I, could my life. I could see it making sense if you had like a, maybe a barbecue sauce that had more sugar in it or something. Or you're like a cereal killer. Yeah, but you're talking, this is talking about a sauce that was low calorie. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. Like, I would never. Listen, even a barbecue sauce, I've never weighed any sauce. I'm just saying, like, the only way I could justify it is if, like... Fucking ridiculous. It does sound crazy. It does sound... Like, I don't even... Man... This is is kind of... 
kind of a tangent, but I, <laughs> I had this happen at the meet the meet the pros at the at the Olympia too. I had a guy come up to me. Yeah. He was one of those guys that I could tell like he was kind of like tall, wearing like a gym shark like uh, cut off, and you know like you didn't know where he fit in. One of those guys that like Google's the shit out of everything, you know. And he came up and. I had a, a long line, like a quite a long line. Yeah. And he's gets to the front of the line and he wanted to talk for a fucking hour. Oh. Which, okay, sure. You know, I, I felt like I could feel the awkwardness of the other people. But this guy, first thing he says to me, he's like, you know, um, I'm really confused how you're an open bodybuilder and how you coach Chris to do classic physique. Like, it's a completely different look. Like, how do you, you know, how do you do that when you're a bodybuilder? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, you're trying to be, you know, big and ripped for bodybuilding. And he's trying to look like a classic physique guy. I'm like, and yeah, I, I just tried to explain to him. I'm like, and when I said this, I looked at him. And I said, at the end of the day, man, we're all just trying to get fucking big and peeled, you know? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, obviously Chris is within the confines, but like, then we just died him a little harder. Like, and I was like, Chris and me train the exact same way. There's literally no difference. There's no like, training for classic physique style and yeah, he yeah. Looked like i was fucking insane he looked like he actually looked at me like i was an idiot a complete yeah. idiot yeah. like you're fucking stupid you know yeah, yeah. And i was like no man it's the exact same like we train the same ways we eat the same foods chris just in the off season can fucking eat two meals a day and go on vacation not worry about growing in the off season because yeah. his weight is already kind of at the cap you know yeah, yeah yeah and then when it's like 24 weeks out let's fucking give her you know yeah and he literally just could not believe that classic physique guys don't train for like a classic look. I was like, yo, yeah. they're just bodybuilders. You're either born with that shape and that structure, and then you confine to the weight. And the weight is like, you know, when you try, if obviously if Chris tried to push up to 280, he yeah. would look different. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I look a lot different at 225, my structure and shape, you know, yeah. but he just could not believe that like, it wasn't just like the classic physique training protocol, you know? Yeah. It, it's weird. It, it, I couldn't even believe it. It's weird. I think this is why I like doing the podcast and I try and delve into things a little deeper when we're talking about them. Cause I think people have a lot of misconceptions about what we do, like weighing your sauces. Like we talk about Roman being crazy or Ian being crazy, but like that's Ian, on another scale. Yeah. Ian, you don't, you're not measuring any sauces. James not measuring any sauces. Like no. I, I just, yeah, I don't know what, uh, I don't know how to I don't know how to relay it so make sure people kind of know every what time doing. I take my ketchup out now I'm weighing it and sending everybody <laughs> <laughs> uh all right boys yes sir. for a while uh yeah. we'll catch up so Friday are we gonna do are we gonna do a podcast next week or are we just gonna do a live podcast because Michael Michael told me they had like a full studio and the whole fucking bit they do yeah well, so, we do one on Tuesday and, and then, then do, do one there and then do a live one that would be wild, the live one. That means any slip-ups can't get edited. I barely, I barely, dude, I barely, barely edit anything out of these anyways. I yeah. barely edit, fuck all. Yeah. The only time I edit things is when Ian's really racist. I just edit. My <laughs> <laughs> Chinese piano skills, bro. Full China mode. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. I'll catch up with all you guys. We'll, we'll set something up for next week. Yeah. All right. I'll, you. I'll, you want me to call Michael first? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, I'm, guys gonna, such I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call him anyway. So yeah, it's fine. All right. Yeah. Okay, guys. My flight. Thanks. Bye. Right, bye. <laughs> bye. Thanks for watching. Please subscribe, share with your friends, and like the video. 
And if you get a chance, check out the description for all the different links to all the different places you can find Hostile and myself. And lastly, check out Hostile.com for our new line of supplements and all of our apparel and gear. Thanks again for watching.